Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hold on, no good trap, sons and traps. Trap, sons and trap, don't sons and trap. Yield, a hundred percent, or and I just went on to the on, to the highway. 
I get pulled over. I think I'm because I'm texting, and I'm like, I'm like. So then I switched it. Like I wasn't. Te- I was barely texting. So then I, <laughs> only a little bit texting. So I was just, I was just like the first letter. I was writing K, you know. So yeah. then the guy comes like, hey, you know, I pulled over. I'm like, sorry, that sir, I was actually on my ways, yada yada. And he's like, no, um, <laughs> y- you didn't yield. I'm like, what? He goes, let me see your license. And then I, I go and my license isn't there. And I'm just like, oh, it's at. The, I go, sorry, it's at Extreme Couture at the gym. And I was, and he did. He was not caring. I was dropping <sighs> this name. So then the guy. I'm like, all right, he's not really going to give me a ticket for this. Because I don't know what... He comes back, gives me three tickets, two tickets. Not license and, like, and moving violation on a thing. And I'm just like, come on, sir. I, I already have enough points my license, please. He's like, that's a you problem, not a me problem. Wow, what and then a he gives dick. Me, Maybe you should drive better. And then, like, a 10-minute speech. And then he goes, have a nice day. I was like, ah. Oh. How much are the tickets for? I don't know what they're for. A but couple hundred bucks, I just beat a probably. traffic ticket. But the have a nice day... I was like, yeah. that was the one that really. So then I was like, I wanted to just be like, I go, you have a better day, sir. And, it, <laughs> and then he's like, because I figured the guy's not gonna get mad at me for actually like complimenting him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So then he goes, uh, no, you have a better day. I'm like, no, you have the best day ever, right? So then now we're like topping each other with like compliments. Did you give him like, tickets to your show. He was like, thank you. And I go, no, thank you more. And then the guy finally <laughs> walked away after like 12 compliments, mm-hmm. and I was, so now I gotta get a lawyer. Oh, in sucks, Vegas, dude. yeah. So that was. I mean, at least you're there a lot. It's not like one of those like, oh, I was on a bachelor party trip and got a ticket. Now I have to go back to Vegas. Like, I'm are you gonna, gonna fight them? Or I'm gonna get a lawyer them? who's gonna go to court for me. And supposedly, I mean, I just can't get the points because I I, I can't lose my car insurance. You can beat a traffic ticket without even going to court at all. That's what I did. You do a trial by a written declaration. You just like write a letter and send it to the courthouse. And then the judge orders the cop to send his letter. And the judge reads both letters and he determines if you're innocent or guilty. And that's what I I did that for not stopping all the way at a stop sign. And I got out of the ticket. It's like a $300 ticket. I had to pay nothing. What did you write? You know, just... I did all stop all the way at the stop sign. I did, I did. Stop. Uh, <laughs> That's all his letter said. Uh, OJ is guilty. I'm innocent. And no. then I got off. <laughs> and then you were like, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill Epstein himself. Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. Yeah. Epstein didn't kill himself. I'm wow. innocent. But yeah. So that, was, so that was the beginning. The shows were actually great. Like, I had shows. Chael Sutton came to my show. Cool. And then, um, nice. actually, and Ryan Couture. And I said Ryan's dad would be her Randy, but he couldn't find a babysitter for his girlfriend. Um, and then Chael. I told the story about how, like, when Chael called me up, like, the night. It was, like, five years ago, right before he fought Vandalay Silva. And he's like, Adam, I got popped for something. What should I do? He's like, I went all in. And I'm like, first of all, why are you calling me? I'm a comic doing the Comedy Cave in Cali. Like, how many people did, did you call before me? What number am I on this list? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, 17. well. So I told him, I said, listen, just say that you know there's a steroid problem in the UFC. In order to be ca- sometimes in order to catch a criminal, you must become one. Yeah. So you did, you did steroids to find out what people were doing. You went undercover, and he, he was dying laughing. I told that from the stage. People didn't really laugh. They looked at it like I was, but it, he was laughing. So that was cool. That's funny, dude. He, said his, he said his girlfriend was. Did it work? Ear, yeah. It, no, he didn't say that actually. <laughs> I was waiting the next day at the press conference. But he came to the show. Um, it was, uh, it, it was fun. Rashad Evans came. I saw that. And yep. I said, I go, Rashad sold. He actually, the first time he cut weight was when he missed the Last Supper. Um, <laughs> it, was, oh it, was, it was good. It was, uh, <laughs> Vegas was great. Um, and then uh, and it was fun. How, how was your week? What's going on with you? <clears throat> well, dude, I'm in a tough spot right now. Um, 
uh, just got done with a semester of college. I only have one left. No, so now I'm able to come and be on pretty much every episode from right. now on for until the semester starts. Yes. Awesome. Which I think I'll still be able to come. Um, but it's it's hard, dude, because I'm 23. I'm going to be 25 soon. I'm going to be off my 24, dad's. 24, you mean? Well, a couple <laughs> 23 years. 23 going on 25, dude. All right, go on. But that because I'm going to be kicked off of my dad's insurance. Yeah. I thought it was still 26. It's 25. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's 25. Sucks to be you. Okay. And I'm going to be living on my own now. My dad's moving out. And, you know, he's not going to be making me food anymore, doing my laundry, doing my clothes. Good. You know, ironing my stuff. So Wait, I, your dad's moving out? Yeah, my dad's moving out. You're not moving out? No, I'm staying. So you're, okay. you're keeping the So house? you're kicking your it's dad an apart- out? It's an apartment. So, yeah, he's moving in. So he's, he's finding his- a new. Who's paying the rent still? Well, he's going to pay for rent. But it's like, <laughs> I don't know how to make this transition, dude. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of freaking out. I'm used to just, like, taking the easy okay, road. So dude, I'll come over. I'll be a, I'll be a live-in uh, Manny. Okay. $1,000 I like month. that. You yeah. might see some weird stuff, but... Whatever. You know, no questions. It's gonna be worth. I'll do rest. weird stuff for money, dude. Maybe okay. CB can move in. Oh, but he's oh, yeah. That's a great <laughs> CB idea. CB does need a job. Him That's and his great. wife. It's two bedroom apartment. So wait, your dad's moving out. Yeah. He's still paying the rent, and you're worried because of making food. I've just never lived on my own before. I'm kind of scared. You know they have a microwave meals, right? <laughs> like they said, the whole all the instructions are right there on the box. You just flip it over, and it tells you exactly. You're gonna what be to fine. Do. Like you First can't all, fuck it up. And now with your girlfriend, it'll be much better now because your dad won't be home. To but does she know how to cook? No, I've never even cooked anything for myself, like, ever. I only go to Taco Bell for, like, almost every single meal, dude. It's, like, a block away from my apartment. <laughs> and uh, so I'm just wondering, like, do you remember when you first moved out on your own? Yeah, I was, like, 19. Yeah, I, I was, was 18. I was 19. Oh, shit. I was 18. I was 17. Yeah, I was, I was a, yeah, dude, you're 23. 17? Yeah, I was at the college. I went away to college. Dude, I was, uh, well, I was 15, and my parents told me, you're going to be ready to move out when you're 18. That's normal. That was what they told me. But didn't you join and the I army? Was, and I wasn't, but I did anyway. Well, you yeah. joined the army, right? No, I was I was on my military. own for a, for a year and a year and change. First of all, your dad's still paying your rent, so which is like kind of ridiculous. But at the same time, you'll be okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna not, be fine. You're dude. gonna be fine. Also, I just it's made just a. Food. I got on the Cash app. I'm on uh, Venmo. If any like millionaire anime <laughs> roast <Rosa laughs> fans out there, go on Venmo. It's uh, my username is Ween Dog. I think on the cash app, it's the wean dog. Just feel free to donate. It's the holiday season. You know, I'm freaking broke. I need Taco Bell money. I need to buy shit for myself for, for these deals. You know, I buy a of new course. monitor. Uh, Tyler, how you doing before I throw up? I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm sick. I've been sick for, Great. Awesome. for uh, like the last week or something. I have a, a charity BJJ event tonight. My buddy is doing a 24-hour roll-a-thon. Oh, is it, where, who's it? His name's Clinton Harris. Okay. Uh, he's a black belt. I forget who he has a black belt from, but there's going to be a bunch of people there. It's at 10th Planet, um, West Hollywood. Yep. He's doing uh, three minutes on, two minutes off for 24 hours. Wow. Straight. How, this guy's got the best cardio so ever, So I'm, huh? I'm signed up in the... Uh, Why are 10... you laughing? This is funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm signed up in funny. the 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. bracket, and there's three of us. Just so, doing, You're rolling for three, three so hours today? Ten, four, four, yeah, four hours. 10 to 2. Oh, 10 to 2, yeah. Uh, three of us just going in with him. So he's doing the whole, like, 24 and, and hours, and we're is, just switching And who's making money? How, you, how is he raising money? He just did, like, a, he did like a GoFundMe or a donate donate thing on, on uh, wow. Facebook, yeah. And how, well, now, what if, like, <coughs> Gary Tonin shows up or something? Which I there? should be promoting on this, but I don't What if somebody shows up and just it. wants to kick the guy's ass? Isn't he going to be oh, wiped? Oh, it'd be great, dude. I mean, he's, yeah, he's going to be wiped the whole time. <laughs> He's already been going. He started at 10 o'clock, so he's been going for two and a half hours already, three wow. hours. And it's like, 
even that is is in itself like okay, rolling so, for three so, hours. Hold is on, Mayhem rough. is calling in. Uh, Mayhem, what's up, buddy? Is he Yo, back in jail? What, what the fuck? The place is all locked up. Okay, we'll have somebody Dora. come to the side and get you. Uh, <laughs> the score. Side? Yeah, the side. Uh, yeah, the first entrance we came in, like the very first time, the gate, the rolling right. gate. Okay. I did the same thing. Yeah, the back. Like, Adam, yeah. it's locked. Yeah, what do I do? Am I the only one that like looked at it and went, oh, I'll just try going around. Yeah, that's, no, I did that too. Since that's, you know, we've been living <laughs> on our own. Yeah, exactly. Years old. I was about to go home right then. I was like, it's locked. I'm going home. Sorry, guys. Oh, well, that's good. All right. That's, that's cool. I like that. I couldn't imagine going four hours of rolling. I, I do 10 minutes and I'm wiped. Yeah. The, mo the most I've done is like two, maybe like two and a half straight, but that was like an MMA practice. So yeah. it wasn't just straight jujitsu every five minutes with a different person. And, you know, like All it's right. going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting it. to see how he holds up. Good for you, man. Good for you. Uh, so we're going to talk to Mayhem. He should be here in two seconds. Uh, I got some funny stories. He came actually came over and helped coach the kids. You were there, yep. yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, the kid from. Um, Chechnya tried to fight him. Uh, it, like he was going one thousand percent, and Mayhem's like, "I'm gonna fight now." Yeah, yeah. that's was hilarious. Straight, that was, like went as hard as he could. This dude, thirteen a, year old, fourteen year old is he? kid. Is he here? He's peeing. Okay. He's peeing. All right. So, um, and then uh, yeah. So and by the way, and also I did a show with Eddie Bravo. Eddie Bravo hits me up. He's like, "Hey, I heard you're performing in Vegas. Want to come watch your set?" I'm like, I don't really know Eddie Bravo. I'm like, sure, man. Why not? I go, you want to awesome. go on? He's like, I'd love to. So he went on before me. Uh, he did really good. It was it was awesome. Nice. Cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. Nice guy. Get him on the show, dude. Yeah, I mean, what a uh, you could talk to that guy about anything. Yeah. He's one oh, of these dude. Guys that, like, we could do a we could do an MMA conspiracies. I mean, anything. episode with Eddie Bravo. But he's just one of those guys that has such life experience that you could talk to that dude about any. He's like, done all sorts of shit. Yeah. He was there when he gave me my blue belt. Really? Him and Jared. They. I was like having a panic attack. I'm like, it's Eddie. I'm like, oh. Really? Yeah. yeah. How does cool, it work? It? Like, does he still teach classes? Well, he teaches at headquarters. Yeah. Uh, Do you have to be like a certain level to take his class or no, something? Or no, is no, he no, like no. teaching fucking beginner shit? No. The reason why he was at, because uh, I go to 10th Planet Burbank. The reason he was oh, there yeah. on promotion night is because Jared was promoting like four or five brown belts to black belts. Oh, Mayhem no. is here. So, He's just walking in. The man, the myth, the oh, legend. Los Angeles. I yeah, know, right? Dude. So, so uh, speaking of Eddie Bravo, uh, speaking of Eddie Bravo, because he actually, he, I didn't hear anything you guys said up to this point. Nobody this is, did. Well, uh, jump blind, in. blind guys. <laughs> jump so, in, bro. Uh, so here Eddie I am. was saying because I was Eddie hit me up in Vegas and was like, "Hey man, uh, here you performing. I want to come see you." And then yeah. he, he did a guest set. And, awesome. And I was saying how you're doing great and all that. He said that you brought the darts over to Tenth Planet. Yeah, in a way, but it's like a funny thing because. It's not like I made up that move or not even Joe D'Arcy, who I named it after, made up that move. It was a move before. It just wasn't like a normal thing on the West Coast. So when I was in training camp with Phil Baroni, we just like uh, I rolled with Joe D'Arcy over there in, in uh, Long Island. And then he just kept catching me in this thing that I'd never seen, really. Like, I had been all over, you know, the South, Atlanta, uh, you know, uh, North Carolina, where I started out. And I'd seen tapes and, you know, and then I was on the West Coast and everybody was really heavy with triangle chokes and with, you know, this type of uh, technique. But it was, wasn't until I got over there and rolled with Darcy to, that, uh, that he just kept finding that move everywhere. It's pretty obvious that move. I mean, that's... it seems obvious, but at the time, you got to remember, I mean, this is a long time ago that you know, the, there wasn't 
you know, there was a deep division between wrestlers mm -hmm. and jiu-jitsu back then. Now, of course, you take it for granted that a lot of uh, wrestlers, like, do jiu-jitsu and vice versa. Right. So it's like, yeah, it makes perfect sense. But back then, it was like, if you're a jiu-jitsu man, you just do these techniques. And if you're a wrestler, you just do these techniques. So I was like, you know, uh, we adapted so many different techniques from different arts. It was really interesting back then because we were, like, just flying by the seat of our pants creating but it seems like well, like the front headlock, the guillotine, yeah. the darts. They're yeah, all but very you come from wrestling, wrestling right, world. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I like I saw I saw nationals like you know like right after the darts, uh, right after I was like kind of transplanted that over to Vegas and to L.A. and um, started like. So just you named it the darts after the guy who showed you? I you know and I can't I can't you know all art is a collaboration so I <laughs> I, I take credit for it but really is me me and Mark Lehman. See Mark Lehman at the time was such like, you know, he, he just was like the ultimate jujitsu nerd. Yeah. And I was like one of his lackeys, like kind of like, I was like, yeah, I'm a jujitsu nerd too. And we just totally, you know, we watch tapes of like even, uh, other, other arts before YouTube. Like we were watching, getting tapes from all over the country, and like watching different. I remember like, watching old wrestling tapes, and my sister and, and her friends were like, "The fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, yeah, with yeah, like yeah, dudes yeah. with the high socks on. Yeah, yeah I know. I know that. One. Yeah, and uh, I, dude, I had I learned like my first like I I hit, I hit a damn uh, fireman's carry in like I don't know in high school without the coach telling me how to do it. I just was I in the library at my school it was like a 1950s wrestling book <laughs> like the, like the fucking the dudes, illustrations yes, and shit dudes, oh, dude. and i mean it was so awkward two scrawny white guys displaying the technique you know yeah. like no no you know like now everything's all hollywood everybody got instagram filters but back then it was just like a black and white photo of two dorks no but eddie said that you went to pra his practice and caught everybody in yeah. the class with the darts. See, because and the then they were like, "We gotta implement like, this into our." This? Yeah. Well, because like the darts is like uh, excellent uh, counter offensive for Eddie Bravo's uh, you know Tenth Planet style. Yeah. Because you know you're they're always doing lockdown, they're always doing thing, and I uh, they're always doing you know uh, like deep half, but deep half. Stuff, yeah, they're yeah. doing the deep half, so they're giving it to you. And my my you know my feelings on it is that when. <clears throat> When you got the top position, you know you're you're advantageous because you got gravity on your side. So if you like, you know, my you know my technique for fighting a guy who's a, a, a ground a bottom fighter, a guy who's like good at doing bottom stuff, is like okay, just take your time, go like uh, you know use your wizard to stop him from getting to your back, mm -hmm. and then try whenever you can to overhook his head, and then try guillotine. So you go guillotine. You go guillotine and then he, you know, pulls his head out and you go darts yeah. and you go guillotine and then you go darts and you keep doing that until the guy gets kind of worn out. And then usually I would like find a path to either get to his back or get, you know, get his neck. Yeah. He's just like, uh, you know, it's like chipping away. You got to chip away at a guy's neck. Like you can't just, you know, yeah, you dude, don't just grab onto it. A go. dude who's good yeah. at jujitsu. You know, I mean, he's going to have a tough neck. Hey, if he's done it for a long time, he's going to have a tough neck. So you can't just. You know, the, the magic of jiu-jitsu is like, oh, yeah, you just grab a submission. But the reality is you got to chip away yeah. at, at his, you know, uh, stamina before you go ahead and grab on that.
Yeah. Uh, so, I love talking about jujitsu. I just realized. No, no, it's absolutely. No, <laughs> no, he, so uh, Mayhem came over and helped coach the kids. Oh, that was which, great. Which was a lot of fun. And it was funny because I was showing a move. I was basically showing, uh, you know, when you, you, you break a guy down, you take, you, and then you take his, his arm, and you, I go, you put him yeah, in yeah. a... I go, you put him in a... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, the yeah. police, like, police thing? Yeah. Like, arrested, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he like just, he was just scoring real big with the arrest. kids. So like, and then I was oh, like, man, you probably know this one. Like, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> real funny. I, like, the I the most painful part of my life, you're just going to tell to a bunch of eighth graders. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> you're a cop and you're under The most arrest. ruthless real group of people friend. on earth. So that, you were laughing. Yeah. You, you were laughing. I know. I'm just joking. I'm just then, breaking then, the Then we go inside, right, after the practice, and like my wife... So with the Amazon boxes everywhere. Bro, like, not just, bro. It's a fire hazard. Yeah. Like, I mean, she is a very generous woman, and uh, Adam's doing a lot better than we thought because I'm talking. <laughs> Jeff Bezos just bought a condo on Adam's <laughs> purchase on Adam's <laughs> wife's purchase alone, bro. I'm talking Amazon. Buy, it looked like a distribution center. I thought, <laughs> like, it's, he's not kidding. Like the Amazon guy looks at me and he's like, "I'm sorry." Every time he's like, "No, I'm ta- I'm signing for packages," <laughs> and I just walking out to get my damn cup, you know. So, so the, he goes. But Bree goes, Mayhem says it's a fire hazard. And I'm like, I'm in the bathroom. Mayhem I, says I go, that. I go, he would know since he was in a church with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> God damn, this dude is just rehashing his old. <laughs> yeah, he's playing his best hits today. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. And then we went to a club that night. So we go to a club. <laughs> yeah, we and, did. Because we go, go to the Laugh Factory, watch the fights. It was, a great, it was a great day. And then we go to the Laugh Factory. And then he goes out with my friend Ahmed Ahmed. They, I knew they would hit it off. Ahmed Ahmed is a, yeah, that, that's a comedian, a, a comedian's comedian. So he's a wild man. So then we yeah. go out, but he's also one of these guys that has to always show you a good time. Like he always has to like get first round. Be, or yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, let yeah, me right. tell you, this he's dude was host. going off. Like that dude was going hard in the motherfucking paint. He was going like a man who just came back from Southeast Asia. I was a little <laughs> bit worried for him. I was like, uh, yeah. I felt like his security detail. Me and Adam, we are the we are <laughs> middle school wrestling security detail. Just shooting single legs on on bouncers. We're trying to stop this guy from drinking and driving. And then just staying there. And he can't just tell you something. He has to be like, even if it's like, what time is it? He has to get you to huddle over and like. No, no, I know. Yeah, I felt like it's it's some Middle Eastern. It's some Middle Eastern love right there. It's like some type of dude. Like everything's got to be like. uh, Yeah, you're right about that. Like, why are we huddling? To so, talk about the time. So we're at a club. We're the oldest people there. I mean, everyone right. there is like 21, 22, you know, young, like hot. But Mayhem, well, you yeah. were, Mayhem was dancing. Bro, I, you know, I, yeah, I tend to get down. I, I was feeling good. I was, I was feeling, it's like the first time like I've been pride, to a Like the Pride walkout like, dance? Yeah, exactly. Just like thousands of years ago. I was not at the Roxbury. It was. Uh, everybody was pumping me up. They're like, ah, uh, Mayhem, dance. And I'm like... <laughs> Oh, okay. What you want love? me to dance? You said that was the first time you danced in how many years? I don't know, like 10, it feels like. I, I don't know. I left my damn shoes smoking on the dance floor. That's all I know. So that, But it was funny because like Ahmed was saying, him and Vince Vaughn were best friends, and back at, they're still best friends, and he was saying how people go up to Vince and be like, hey, Vince, and just annoy him, and then Ahmed would be the guy to be like, Vince, look at him and be like, hey, man, you got to back yeah. up. So then I, I go, you're not going to win this battle. He goes, yeah, I was with Joe Rogan one time, and some guy, they were like, man, 
Bam, got him away. So I bit the guy's face. <laughs> no, no, his hand. I shook his hand and was like, yo, bro. And then I just, I like bit like three of his fingers with my teeth and just like smiled and walked him out slowly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was good. You oh, know, fucking... it was it was like a complicated Priceless. strategy, but it's simple. So because it was jokingly biting his hand, but really now I've got your fingers in my teeth. <laughs> so if you really want to get weird, I was like, I'll bite your gonna, fucking fingers off. win every game of like never have I ever, you know? Like, oh, oh, God, this, don't. I knew you were, you know what? You you're a lose? bright guy. Lose, huh? <laughs> never lose have I ever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was, uh, so that was cool. And then, um, so yeah, so that, that was fun. And then uh, we, we, before you got here, Joe said he's actually, uh, his dad's moving out. This is the first time he's been on his own. Don't in, tell in, like, me that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's going to come live embarrassing. <laughs> oh, it's embarrassing? Yeah. Oh, come what? on. Well, what's the matter? He's going to yeah. need a Listen, roommate. this guy breaking my balls for 15 minutes and you can't take your dad moving out? It's come very, on. Uh, an emotional moment in my life. I'm graduating college. Uh, I'm be your dad is moving out of the... My, my apartment, yeah. Oh, so I'm why has he been living there? Uh, he just, just for uh, he's my support, you know. His emotional What's support. What's up, animal. Bath? You gonna be worried? You need a roommate? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be legendary. Do you want to move in? Two bedroom apartment. I got Fuck. a cat. I got no, a dog. Now that's a show. We'll talk. Right we'll talk. We'll talk. Mayhem Miller, life coach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mayhem man. and Wean Dog. <laughs> <laughs> sitcom waiting to happen. Oh my God! The odd couple fucking goes. Or, or a horror movie. Either yeah. way. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about the fights, okay? Because uh, they're this week. All right. So I was at the fights. Uh, I know. Yeah. I was like. Kind of jealous. I'm I would you have taken truth. you. I know you would have. You offered me, but you know my probation officer had some things to say about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, nah, well, no. Nah, I just don't. You know, I, I just I want everything to be straight before. No, we well, well get don't, back don't be many other fights we can go. I know. Yeah. So, Kobe Covington. First of all, are we just gonna jump right into we'll it? Jump huh? right into it. Jump right into it. Let's go. The Kobe Covington. Listen, did you think he was gonna come out like that, hot out the gate? Uh, look, what do you I, guys look, think? Here's what I think. I thought that obviously he was one minute away from winning the championship. Or, I just like so. how when two wrestlers go for it, it just turns into a just a shit sloppy kickboxing. Yeah, oh. that was just like a, the sloppiest kickboxing really? match ever. I thought he looked pretty good. No, you I didn't... think it. I think well, well look, in terms I think of like technical, if we're just fighting? talking striking, that was just. Both guys were just throwing. Were just throwing. That was a bar yeah. fight. That hey, was hey, a bar I, fight. I don't think we should. The thing about this is that they're gonna. Oh, we're good. Okay. What? Um, here's what I think is that I know guys that have trained with Colby, and they say. No disrespect to Kobe, he doesn't hit the hardest. No, you know, but he's well, like he doesn't a, throw the hard. I mean, he throws. The reason he's able to do that, and he has a gas tank that's like that, is because he throws it. 50% probably. Him, yeah. This is the kind of guy who's like a, a number striker who yeah. puts up a bunch of numbers. And the problem was is that Usman's, you know, uh, defense was pretty tight. And, and, and all the, you know, like I said, it wasn't the most elite striking match, but that's because both guys have to worry about the takedown. And, mm -hmm. bo and both guys are wrestlers at heart. So it, it was like a weird kind of thing where they weren't really committing to a lot. Of, both guys weren't committing yeah. to a lot of strike. They didn't set their feet. It's like, yeah, just, every time they throw, it like it's like you're ready to get your hips back and sprawl. But Kobe did stun him a couple times. Like, he yeah. looked like he, he did kind of very many. Rock yeah. no, not just a couple, bro. Multiple. Like, I mean, uh, over 10. And I mean, were, people are saying it was 2-2 two, two or 3-1 Usman. Being there, 
I thought it was 3-1 Colby. Honestly, like, I thought he won the first. Yeah, but also the crowd Maybe the crowd was was not really behind Colby. They were sort of behind Usman. I mean, there was one judge that had 3-1 I only heard Colby getting like the It seemed like the crowd wasn't behind Colby until he was winning. It was sort of like uh, a lot of Trump supporters didn't want to admit they were Trump supporters when, when, like, the lights were on. Isn't that kind of like (laughs) that when the lights went off, all, like, his fans were like, what if you know? um, (laughs) We're here. uh, But I thought that he was look he was a minute away from winning so obviously yeah. he didn't have the worst strategy in the world because he was a minute away from winning however was he though i mean according to the, the scorecards well, they, really? they, well, one, one guy had a 3-1 colby another guy had a 3-1 usman oh they released and that? then and one guy had a 2-2 yeah so <laughs> so he so if colby won the third round and he won the first three minutes decision, of, right? of the fifth round so therefore he was like two minutes away from winning mm. he just so obviously but I do wonder... Or at least making it a draw. Right. But I do wonder why would he not have gone for the takedown at all, even to tire out Usman? Well, I would argue that because Usman is just a really good defensive wrestler. Also because he has a broken jaw. That too. You don't want to jam your face right into into those Nigerian abs. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever wrestled with Usman? Hell yeah. He's a piece. How did did it go? Listen, bro, I got like... since I've been in this game so long, I had the lucky. Uh, uh, I have had the. I can brag and say I beat up a lot of UFC champions. Daniel because, Cormier. Yeah, because, because these they were dudes, fucking twelve. They when you didn't were training know. With no, them. these guys were grown men, yeah. awesome wrestlers who didn't know how to fight yet. And now you see them make this transition, and that, that makes me really happy to see that because that shows the difference. Because I've seen fantastic wrestlers just fall off and not become yeah. anything, and then you see dudes like Usman, like Cormier, who worked really hard at stuff they were. They will admit they were terrible at, you know, uh, uh, many years ago, and they really adapted themselves and turned themselves into a complete fighter. And Usman is a perfect example of that because I really was worried that. He wouldn't be but when, anything. But when you guys... I, to be honest, I was like, when we first would box, yeah. I was lol I was like, whoa, bud. Really? He was, yeah. that, he was that bad? Well, just because he did really bad habits from wrestling yeah. that I was like, bro, you're going to get beat up if you keep doing that. And, you know, I, I'd like to think that I helped, now, this helped set him on the back. Fighter? But I also let him know, uh, ex- yeah, yeah, when we were when we were training together, I, I also let him know that, hey, look, man, you really got a talent at this. and Because he was bombed about the practices and right. I told him just stick with it you'll you'll be you'll be great at this right. like don't worry about today yeah. this is just one one day and he knows that already he knew that already but I think it was good for me to say that because you know I've seen guys go have one bad day at practice and just kind of you know I'm a wrestler I'm a wrestler I literally had guys in my camp who were like top level wrestlers, and then I brought them in my camp, and he, they've got access to top level striking trainers and top level, and then go get their ass beat at practice one time and go, nah, I'm a wrestler. Now, what I don't get is that yeah. when you were living in Vegas on the Ultimate Fighter, yeah. and I was asking you, man, are you going to Extreme? Are you going to Syndicate? And you're like, I've been yeah. smoking pot every day and <laughs> <laughs> partying my Bro, ass off. Let me tell you, yeah, that, that was like. <laughs> It, the, that time of my life was just uh, the beginning of the end, sort of, bro. Like any, any, all, all these like champions that are out there now, if they get hooked up with the wrong people and just decide to like veer their life wildly off course, I, I can tell you, you know, I can tell you how to stop. But you're living in Vegas, you're living in Vegas right? And you, the best training people in the world. Yeah. Uh, well, but no, but you got to understand that really, I was just a coach then. 
like I committed when I was look when I coach guys and and I when I was a coach on the Ultimate Fighter, I like committed a hundred percent to coaching, and it's weird when you're coaching guys because if you commit to that level every day, I wasn't like I wasn't like taking a break. I, every day I checked on the guys. Every day I made sure dudes who needed to rest rested. I need I, dudes who needed to cut weight cut weight. I was like like a mother hen. So okay? when, when were you smoking weed so, at night? Yeah, at, at night, night. Yeah, at night. like I would. Yeah, I would. I would kick back at night because it's it's not like when you're just focusing on your own fight. It's way different. You just can worry about yourself. Right. But when you got that many guys to take care. I don't even remember how many it was. Six, eight? Yeah, Dillashaw, Dotson. It was like a ton of those dudes. Yeah. So it's like you're like constantly stressed about, you know what I mean? Imagine you're eighth graders, but you're all over them every day. But you you were, or about your own fight coming up? I mean, you still were fighting. Nah, nah. That was like six months before. It was a way different, yeah, way different time. So, like I was just worried about the guys and getting my guys to the highest level, you know, Bermudez, and uh, it was just like a real, yeah, it, it was a way different life than doing your own fight. Your own fight is like way easier in a way because you just live a clean life and like don't stress. You just go work out. And, yep. You know what I mean? And like it, it's it's Come a different home, play yeah. video games, make some food. Speaking of which, yesterday practice. Again. So there's yeah. a this girl on my pra- my team is awesome, right? Uh, the, a girl. A, yeah, she's badass jujitsu, and her little brother is really her little brother is middle school. Middle school. Badass. She's, she's not, she wrestled the boys wow. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. She's, she's gonna win the whole thing. Really? And, like pretty. Yeah, girls like. That's kind of like cheating because girls like develop like yeah. she's basically <laughs> like a 15, a woman. 16 yeah. year old already. Not, in some like, cases, but not, check not, her not this steroids. one. She's, she's a small 110 pounder. I mean, she's, but her little brother is funny, but he's a wise guy. Like he, so yesterday. He's in the same, same grade? Yeah. So yesterday, it's her birthday's coming up. I'm like, hey guys, her birthday's coming up Thursday. Make sure you guys, and I'm trying to be like hokey coach guy. And I'm like, you know, make sure you give her, make sure you guys bring presents, you know, bring a car or bring a bike, you know, some cupcakes. And then the boy goes, and a, a, a strap on. And I was like, dude. dude. <laughs> so That's I, me 100%. So dude. Yeah. <laughs> Little baby so wean dog. I, yeah. I'm like, a strap on? Like, fucking he middle. He said that? He said that. Awesome. No, awesome. I, I mean, no, I mean, but I'm just saying, you know, the yeah, internet. It was funny, but I, <laughs> everybody knows about strap on. Well, yeah, they all fucking started laughing. No, yeah. they all started dying laughing. Well, I, duh. But because I mean, they could do 100 push ups. And then he made him do 100 push ups. Yeah, yeah, so now, I mean, that's going to give him a complex. Yeah. He's <laughs> going he's gonna to have a push up fetish now. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> On, then, then, then he got upset, but I felt bad. But at got... the same time, come on, dude, you're a comedian. He probably, I, he knows I told that. Him, I said, listen, you make jokes all the time. I, yeah, but, I mean, not about. Well, I said, ons, listen, but... I said, listen, buddy, you're obviously very funny, but let's write a script or uh, put in a comedy thing or a funny song parody. Just, just right now with your sister in wrestling practice is not the time to say stuff like that. You know, there's more, there's different channels. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I feel like this kid's a winner. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> is he a decent wrestler? No. He's pretty good. He got much all better. Right. He's all right. He's got better. He's a jiu-jitsu kid, too. That's so. yeah, yeah. yeah, that's great. All right. So, Kobe. Now, listen. Here's what I, I don't like is that I understand. See, I'm so torn on this because I remember having Colby Covington on the podcast back when no one knew him. Yeah. I mean, he won fight in the UFC. First you say, I go, this guy's going to be a star. He's still wearing Abercrombie. I said, this kid's going to be a star. But I said, Colby, no one knows you. You're ranked number 30, 40, but you got to make some noise. You got to call people out, right? So he went, not because of me, but he, he did some pro wrestling. He did like a 
TNA wrestling. Yeah. And someone explained to him the he did it. Yeah. Someone explained to him the art of like the gimmick and like cutting a promo. Yeah. So he went all in on this character that we saw. Oh yeah. Now, because of that, when he lost, first all these people on the internet now, this guy Sean King and a lot of these like uh, social rights, social justice warriors are writing, you know, immigrant Nigerian breaks jaw of white supremacist. They you know, wrong. Like, <laughs> is, is he a white supremacist? Yeah, no, his character is his character. Is, I don't even think his character is a white supremacist, though. Yeah, you're right. Like, well, his well, look, is just look a, there's a, a blurry Trumper. line. We live in weird. We, we live in strange times, man. <laughs> really blurry line where, like, if they're not Trump Trump supporters, are <laughs> how do I say this without getting murdered on the internet? Um, it's just that there's a blurry ass line, right? I think that all white supremacists are Trump supporters, but not all Trump supporters <laughs> are white supremacists. But there's a blurry line in there. In Correct. There, in well, there. here's the thing. When he says things like, you know, Brazil, you guys are filthy animals, you know, or when he says things like, yeah. you know, sheep fucker, or when he describes, you know, could, yeah. be, could be problem. Solid, says, jokes, solid jokes. When he says jokes, like, when he says like, things like that, it's not helping his case, okay? Yeah. But at However, the same time. I, I, I think he's... I, I don't think that he's a white supremacist. Knowing no, him, no, of knowing not. him, and I and I hate that this is where this is going. No, now. this is America today, bro. Look, if you're not look, if you're a Trump supporter, they can slap the label white supremacist on you, even though it's not fair. Like they can slap it on you, and like it, it's it. it yeah, further, no one's gonna feel bad. Further... No one's gonna be like, oh, they're making fun of Col or they're talking shit no, about his Colby. No, Brazilian and black, and, and his friends. I just, I know he seems like a nut when I, but when I hang out with him, he does not strike me as no, a he's, no, he's uh, not. But it's easier than just like, look, we live in a world that there is no nuance. You just can, if, if it fits in the Twitter box, then that's I, it. I know, but yeah. I just hate that it's sort of coming to the sport yeah. because I feel like the sport is a very bro. Oh, it's so pure. It's, it's well, the so purest even, sport. It's the purest. It sport. is the purest sport when it's it comes a, down to like two great the actual but competition. He this but, upon uh, yeah. but this isn't about him. A, like, this is about. Everyone else. This is about like what I put on to Kobe. Like, but he what, also what, brought it upon. No, because if, if he was just a regular dude that didn't say I'm the Trump guy, yeah, yeah. And I'm this, and that. But no we wouldn't would be talking about him. Nobody would. Give yeah, a but shit. then but, nobody would have been watching the fight. And yeah, would he? Be, yeah. And would he have he even got that title shot? Who like, cares? No, he did it. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just, look, if you're just generic. Look, the UFC wants that because it helps their bargaining chips. Where if it was just everybody is just a generic fighter in a Reebok uniform, then you can pay him less, you can negotiate less. But he put himself in the spotlight by saying all this crazy shit and made himself somebody. You know what I mean? Fuck. I, but I, is that, was that a good thing to do? I mean, do you think eventually yeah. he might have gotten there no. anyway on his own merit? Yeah, maybe. But at the same time, like what? What's going to differentiate you? What's going to differentiate you in this marketplace? Well, it does if you're seem the like one lone Trump guy in a sea of just regular generic at 170 pounders. Well, yeah, you're going to be the guy. Well, people said like the guy that beat Holloway, uh, Volkanovski. Volkanovski yeah. That like he didn't have to do that. But then again, he's the only guy from New Zealand. Or if you're the only guy from Ireland. That's or if you're the only Australia. guy from India. Or, Australia. Uh, is he from New Zealand? He's from Australia. Volkanovski? Okay. He's Australian. He's from okay, New he, South he, Wales. Oh, so he's, so he's one of the few guys from Australia. Yeah. Uh, him and Robin, Robert Whitaker are probably the two best guys. So they're kind of Wait, what did he do that was so weird? No, people are well, somebody was arguing that he didn't have to do that. Do what? What Colby did. 
to get to where yeah, he is. Yeah, but he's also not in a stacked division. Well, I mean, he just had to lose 100 pounds and, <laughs> yeah. and be the greatest dude from Australia. Uh, okay. No, but I'm saying that people are, well, I'm saying, well, that's, well, then you're arguing, would have Colby have gotten to the point where he has had he not done this character or not done this outlandish guy? Maybe not as fast. Bro, if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Like, what are you talking about? Like, well, you're your just aunt. going into like well, might, hyper. At, at this yeah, point, at this be point, your aunt yeah. because he might just identify as your aunt. Tyler um, and I are so, both Trump supporters, and we love some black people, dude. You know, some. You know, what? what? I actually, gotta go, gotta go Green Dog black loves people. black women. You love some black people. What we do love you some black people? <laughs> All right. That's a great that's a I great gotta go way to the to dentist, put it. everybody. Hey, you know what? I love some black people. We know. Be Have good. a good episode. I'll see you next Tuesday. Take All care. right, brother. God bless. Um, that's a great way to yeah, so sign off. Yeah, what I'm saying is like, what, well, so was this a, so you think this was the right move on Colby's part was to make himself into this caricature of I think it was the only move. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, look, he's talented at the gimmick, the trash talk. He's like good. He's good at it. And, you know, why not use that? Look, I, I was good at. Uh, you know, during my career, I did very similar. I never took that angle, uh, political angle, but I always say weird shit all the time. Isn't that a sad it's part state? of my it's part of my personality, and it's the same with him. It's part of his personality, yeah. and he just it's based hyper on focused yeah, it exactly. And, and but made, isn't that a sad state that we ha- that we live in right now that, in mixed martial arts? What do you want to do? Unplug the internet, Adam? No, Unplug the internet, I'm and not, we all I'm fight just, in the basement? No, but. Uh, Yes, I want everyone fight, to fight what? in a basement. But I'm saying a guy like John Fitch got there without having yeah, to. Fuck, ten be years that ago, guy. Jake there. Shields got there. Ten years ago. So you're saying now? You're, are yeah, you really was, defending? So look at where we live, man. Look, look at the society we live in. Everything is about it's oh way outrage. Different now. Outrage. Way different now. It's outrage right. culture. It's yeah, if you I, can incite some kind of feeling into somebody. Then like I mean, Stipe they're gonna watch you. Got there, Stipe. He never. He didn't have to do all they're, that. They're different because paths. the UFC pushed Stipe. The UFC pushed Stipe. Oh, the firefighter. Oh, he's this. He's the that. All oh, the Tim commercials. Yeah. He had a good story right, too. So, you're, so if you're a guy right now who's who's ten and zero yeah. in, in the UFC or in Bellator, and it's also whatever. the heavyweights. Dude. And okay, Come you're you're a one seventy pounder. Thing. You're you're ten and zero, and you're uh, you're not from. A country, a smaller country, or you know, you're from you know you're Georgia. Just, you're from Georgia. Yeah. Let's say okay. you're from Georgia. A 170 pounder from Georgia. Let's make up this. You're you're a great wrestler, great, great wrestler, wrestler. Uh, good good striker, but you have no personality, and you're just you know you're uh, you're oh, what's his name? Cody, uh, who's that guy? Dude, that won the Ultimate Fighter from Texas. That was not Garbrandt. Uh, <laughs> the guy who Stamen, Cody Stamen, no, before no. him, uh, Colby. The guy who faked the handshake and went for a double and everyone got mad at him and whatever. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That, that guy, right? Exactly. Okay, so exactly. You what you're who saying? the fuck is he? No, who the fuck That guy has some losses, what I'm trying to say. You're undefeated. So you don't think keep winning fights will eventually get you there? Yeah, but well, yeah, I mean, we'll do you want to rock it to the top or do you want to just keep <laughs> grinding away and win? You know, it's a, it's a strange thing. It's not like it has to be organic. The internet can sniff out some stupidity. Like, if it's not, if Kobe didn't believe in any of that shit he's saying at all and yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. good at performing it, then everyone would be like, ah, this is bullshit. But because he did such a good job and we've spent fucking an hour talking about him already, you know, even though he lost the fight. Yeah. Well, are we talking about Usman? No, we're still talking about Kobe. It's, it's this weird thing where people can incite conversations about him. Right. So, well, there you go. So where do they go from here? Because 
I obviously think I would love to see a rematch. I would like to see what would have happened had his jaw not broken. Yeah. Uh, because man, on the well, broadcast, you were there live. On the broadcast, if you like would have took a shot every time they said his jaw is broken, <laughs> like you would be in a fucking coma right now because they just kept saying that over and over again. It was hilarious. Like I, I get it, I get it. His jaw is broken. We know you don't gotta say it again, Rogan. Yeah, but but his jaw is broken. Right. His jaw's broken. So his jaw doesn't break. Does he win the fight? Yes. What are you talking about? Like, it, then it's a whole different fight. Who either wins the fight if it starts this break? I don't know. I mean, look, it, it, then it's a totally different fight. What do you mean? Because he, he throws put, more punches. He, and threw, he, he threw, look, he threw a bad punch. Usman landed that punch. Like, well, it was a right hand, right? A yeah. straight right. Yeah. Just, it was like a one-two. Just blasted him. So, I mean, yeah, definitely changed the tempo of the fight. Definitely changed how he was... You know how he was reacting, how he was moving, and his fa- his face by round four it was just enormous. I wanted to yeah. see what would happen if he won. I was hoping that, like, because he said he was gonna not let Dana White put the strap around him, and he was gonna have Candace Owens do it. I don't think Candace Owens was even there, but I guess you know Candace That's Owens is. Dude. She's this black conservative who's like very uh, not a comedian. She's very controversial, but she's not bro, a she's about yeah. yeah I, I I've, I've looked into some of her. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. her. So well, she just it's weird. It's like she's a paid actress for the Republican. <laughs> but no, she's not. I know. I, but, like, are you making this up, lady? He, like, did her podcast recently. Really? Yeah, he, Colby did her podcast. So he was going to have her put the belt around him. Oh, that's and, great. And he said he was going to sn- snatch it out of Uncle Fester's face. Like, it would have been a... I wanted to see what he would say. I'll me tell too. you, people were rooting for him. A lot of people, more than you'd expect. The guy behind me was like, the woman was like, you know, one of those things where she was like, wait, wasn't everyone just booing him just now? Because all of a sudden it's oh, like, yeah. Colby, Colby. Fickle crowd, I love it. Yeah. Uh, Hey man, I I would like to see what would happen because I do think that they're kind of head and shoulders above everyone else. Although Woodley versus Colby would be a good fight That's because fight. you know Woodley's gonna get up for that fight. Yeah. He's not gonna take that. He's not gonna want to lose to Colby Covington. No, they already have bad blood because Colby said he beat him in practice back in the I day. I mean, that's and, the fight that they have to make right now. And then the winner kind fights, of. and then Usman and then versus the Masvidal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Uh, uh, is that what's going to happen? I, I didn't read it. Well, Masvidal anything. tweeted out, I guess, because they used to be best friends, Colby and Masvidal, like best, best friends. Like, yeah, yeah, and then now they hate each other. According to Masvidal, Colby didn't pay Ma- the, the, yeah, the boxing yeah, coach. I read that. Yeah. And, he, and he said, see, it would have been a lot cheaper than your broken draw if you would have just paid the guy. Yada, yada. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Uh, that may be good. I think, Ma- I think does Masvidal beat? Was, I, Masvidal hates uh, Ali Abdulaziz, hates him. Cause he, and he's managed by Malky. As he, as he should. Um, Wait, who hates him? Oh, yeah, yeah. Malky Kobe manages. hates uh, No, Masvidal is managed Everybody by Malky. Everybody hates Ali, dude. And Ali punched Malky at the PFL thing. <laughs> so the managers hate each other, uh, too. Um, who wins? Masvidal? I mean, the, the Masvidal that's fighting right now looks like he's Khabib to respond. I mean, this guy... Is just running through people between you know Askren and Nate Diaz was beating up. Here Nate you Diaz. go again with your like the MMA math. <laughs> MMA math. Adam just thinks well, what do you because think this guy okay, can beat that guy. All right, dude. I think Usman's like, gonna go on a tear. He's gonna keep. He's gonna keep that belt for a while. Over Masvidal. Yeah, Masvidal don't have to take down defense to stop. Look, that yeah. fight was not indicative of Usman's normal performance. Yeah, right. Usman normally. I think down. because I think Usman was like all talking like, you know, good old Marty. He was saying like, 
that he did wasn't getting mad and wasn't da 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 da. da. Nah, dude, bad. he could have took him down probably, especially after he broke his damn face. Oh yeah, he could have probably took him down. And those USHS were not helping either. <laughs> so weird. But, I was and, like, and the guys, what? The guys I was like, like, an American yeah, citizen USA. too. Nah. he is an American citizen. He did make a good no, point I mean, too. I didn't mean nah. That is, I, I just think the crowd was like knowing. Uh, I think most people didn't know. Because I was shocked too. Because to me, I I, I call it Marty, like <laughs> Kamaru. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm Marty. Yeah, Marty is like the most American dude and ever. He grew up in Omaha. And he, he grew up in Omaha. Yeah. Is like has like the whitest accent. I made fun of him continuously about being the whitest talking dude. He's like, no, I just talk correctly. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You talk white. I I talk blacker than you. You know, but. You know, he took it. He, he's he got a good sense of humor. Yeah, seems and like and uh, I just laughed because he's the most American thing he could be—an immigrant who's just worked his ass off to become an elite in his field. And I really feel that way. That to me, look, I'm American, sort of born here and <clears throat> raised here. And to me, what do you mean, sort of born here? Sort of. Where were you born? Born on a base. Born on a, a military base. Oh yeah, in Germany. Born on U.S. soil. Allegedly, in, in somewhere. So, <laughs> And what? Trump's going to change that rule. Oh, then you so have that kind of makes me mad. That's yeah. kind of suck. Parts that's un- fucking that's bullshit. That's fucked up. And so if your parents, you know, anyway, bullshit. I'm getting. You have to apply getting, for citizenship now. If you're born out of the U.S. to service members. Really? It's like service members have you on a base. You have to apply for a U.S. That's citizenship. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's fucking garbage, dude. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I know. Yeah, look, man, they're just trying to like, that's why people say that. You know, the Trumps are racist, or, you know, whatever. It's like they, they have this mentality that if you weren't born here. Meanwhile, you know, the guy's a... Uh, his wife his, his wife was born here. Exactly. Like, She's imported. <laughs> like fine silk. It's pretty hot, though. Yeah. I mean, who, right. who wouldn't yeah. mail order that bride? <laughs> so, look, I, I don't know. I think Usman represents the American dream yeah, in a way. And to me, like... Because being an immigrant who comes in here and, and gets to the top of your field is just American. Yeah. Like we we want that, and, and I know there's like a lot of anti-immigration sentiment. Oh, the country's full, and I, I get that, but do I? You know, I I, I think. And is it? I like how I we're know. going politics. The more immigrants, the See, more Kobe, comedy clubs. Kobe does it again. He gets us talking about politics on an MMA podcast. The more immigrants, the more comedy club people exactly. that come to the shows. Yeah, and, and, they, and, they, and they laugh the hardest. So, really? Oh my god! Hell yeah! I love doing Mexican crowds. Nice. Are you kidding? It's the best. It's the is best. It? White people never laugh. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, um, all right. So. That being said, uh, I, uh, I want to see the rematch. I want to see that. I can't. Yeah, it's going to be a while. I mean, sure. he's going to be all white man Christmas. Ooh, Christmas dinner through a straw. Yeah, exactly. That, that's that's you know. I'll tell you who was who was, who was, who was really into uh, who was really into the fight was Tito Ortiz. He was a big Colby fan. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a, like, he's a huge sense. Trump yeah. fan. Dude. Well, he was sort of yeah. He's a huge Trump fan. Tito is a huge Trump and he guy. Also, he probably doesn't even know who Colby is. Besides that, he also knew the value of being the heel, of being the bad guy. Yeah. I mean, Tito was doing it before anybody really. He was like the first bad guy. It's true. And it was an extension of his personality. For like sure. it wasn't like he made that up. That was kind of Tito. Yeah. Now you told me that story that. When Dana got mad at you, could talk about that. Cause I, you, I don't. Yeah, because you were beating up Tito in I, practice. I, I just kept catching him in triangles and like. Yeah. And Dana was managing him. Yeah, yeah. Dana, I, you know, I don't even think he was managing him anymore. It was like blurry area where Dana first, like, uh, first uh, became the president, 
And I kind of was like, yeah, it's a fucking triangle, you idiot. And I said that today. And Tito, after the practice, was like, what the fuck are you doing? That's your boss. I'm like, what do you mean? He ain't my boss. I'm my boss. But what did he say to you? What do you keep beating Tito with? Yeah. No, he just couldn't understand how the triangle to the umaplata to armbar, how that worked. And oh, was like, like sequ- yeah. yeah, was not like, didn't think, he thought that I was just getting lucky. But, you know, it was like something I had trained nah, bro. forever. Like six times in a row. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Uh, six-month white belt jujitsu yeah, stuff. Dude. I know, I know. It's just bizarre. That, and I was like, what? This guy doesn't know jujitsu. Like, what the hell? But, and I was just shocked because, you know, this is so many years ago that I understand because yeah. that there was, Nobody you know, did. it was, uh, you know, MMA. We didn't even call it MMA yet. We called it NHB. Well, well, well I remember like, when I met Hoyce Gracie, I was like, I met him in an elevator, right. and, and I was met like, him in an elevator. Uh, yeah, and I was like, dude, it's the worst place to meet a crazy. And I was like, Hoist, man, you know, big fan. I'm like, I thought Severin was gonna kick your ass, and he goes, everyone did. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he was like, because I couldn't believe that Dan Severin, this all American badass. Just, you mentioning those names brings flashes in my head of like him tapping out so awkwardly. Remember that? Yeah. Well, yeah. according to him, he With- tapped out because he looked in to the crowd. And saw Hoyce's dad was gonna let him kill his son, and he didn't want to kill his son. <laughs> really? So he tapped out. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> that's a fucking great. That's a great cop out, dude. That's but awesome. That's you know the what? best I excuse I've ever that. heard. I believe that. Never mind. Yeah, Dan Severin is the beast. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to kill your son. I'll tap out to save his life because he was gonna let him kill his son when he was on top of him. That's what that's what, that's what Dan told me on the podcast. That is fucking awesome. I believe it. Really? I believe I believe it. I believe that's what he thought. Oh. Or I believe that's what he thinks. Okay. Because he thinks now. Yeah. So blur as a real I don't know, man. You're, that's what he's told himself. Yeah. In the last twenty your, years. Your your brain will do some powerful gymnastics. Look at Colby. Yeah. Well, I mean and then what do you think about Colby running out afterwards? I had no problem with it. Nah. it, it was, it was, it was I don't like, think it's out of like being ashamed either or embarrassed even. I think, it was I think just, he's he was, just probably fucking pissed and Sad. Yeah. Like, he was pissed at the ref. Now, do you think lost. the stoppage was justified? I mean, look. Yeah. Anytime no. you're just holding on. I don't know why. Weird. I don't know why they stopped that quick. I mean, it looked like it looked like he was done. But I feel like in a in a fight of this grade of magnitude, they could have like let it go a little longer. I mean, there were they like could've... five shots at the back of the head, or six or seven. Okay, um, which I thought was was wrong. I mean, but, but, but look, but... We, look, we always say this after every fight that a stop like that happens. Like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do about it? Stop, stop the guy. It's illegal, yes. But in the heat of the moment, nobody mm-hmm. stops and go, oh, we'll give him a chance. But was sort of defending himself. He was alive. He and, was still alive. And he was and going, I mean, he, he had a single, like, grasp. He's also he a wrestler. He he's also, a, he's also he's a wrestler. Like, and his whole thing is wrestling. He was basically in referee position if he had his head up. You know? The classic Sakuraba getting kneed, and then, like, he went for a single leg, and it looked like he was knocked out. And I then mean, he, and then, then, you, then you go, well, if he was wrestling – could he have possibly got a takedown? Maybe. And then look, I I agree. In the moment, I was kind of pissed. Like, what? They should have at least made Marty finish the man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he wasn't done, obviously, because he protested immediately. He, popped, he was yeah, he, he was, fucked off, uh, yeah. definitely. But he'd been getting fucked off through the whole fight and still was in there. He was still there. Like he was still there. So it just stokes the fire for a rematch. Now the one more. kick though was. Not a low kick. 
That hilarious. Yeah, yeah, but again, that's if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Because uh, Usman was like, and Usman like looked up and watched the replay yeah. and saw that it didn't land on his cup and was like, "Oh, I'm fine." Everyone, everyone's <laughs> yeah. booing. Everybody's booing. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I know from from where I was watching, it was like real apparent immediately. I I like saw it immediately. I was like, "Ah, he didn't land a kick on his nuts." <laughs> I, before before Usman, but like that's a wrestling thing. If you get if it looks like you got fouled, take a moment. Why not take a breath? Hell yeah! If, it, if the ref thinks you got fouled, why not take a moment? Yeah, and that's not yeah, your problem. I, I look, and I've been in there. It's easy for like the the people on the couch right to complain, yeah. but it you know it's easy on the couch for people to complain. But a damn you know, look at that. I, I mean, no, it was a, yeah, you could argue that the cup went down. I guess no. What in what <laughs> fucking country does a does a Cup, nah. Usman I mean, just played it smart. Look, waistband, dude. You, you gotta you gotta look at this in context too. Is that right before all this happened, there was like a bunch of like scrambles, like stand up like scrambles, I call them, where where you guys were like um, you know exchanging like quick, and both guys were kind of getting gassed. Yeah. So you know there there was like a lot of activity right before that. So Usman saw the opportunity where the referee was like, oh, did that hit your nuts? And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Gage, can you text me that, by the way, so I could just copy the text as opposed to writing it down? Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Uh, for the people calling in, it's, just, it's another thing. Sorry. All right. So, uh, the people <laughs> calling all in. Right. Uh, yeah, but, but the whole. All right. Bro, uh, you're like, don't tell us in. anything. I appreciate it. Uh, no, okay. All right. The no, other, go ahead. The other fights. All right. We'll talk about some of the Welcome other fights. Welcome, um, The other fights. Uh, Max Holloway versus Volkanovski. Max thought he won. I did not think he won that fight. Nah. But look, like you're you weren't in there. Like if you're in there and like making moves, I think that those leg kicks really <laughs> oh my goodness. Those leg kicks changed the whole fight because I think just uh stand up like if they were just gonna have a kickboxing fight, I think that Max could beat his ass and like not uh uh not have to stand Southpaw. Once he stood Southpaw, his like de- his offensive output went to the toilet. Yeah. Like there was no like he did good defensively from Southpaw, but you could just tell he's a different fighter. Standing, yeah, yeah. standing, standing, you know, standing north, he was he was really uh, scoring a lot better. But then once those leg kicks started hammering, well, then he had to change up his style. If I was in his corner, I, I would have made him. I would have said, "Hey, fuck it. Yeah, you're not injured. We're gonna ice your leg every round." Just stand regular and just keep putting numbers up there because the when he would he's a boxer use, anyway it's when like he would use dynamic striking and I, it's great to see guys, Holloway too because I've seen that guy since he, oh God bless you um, <clears throat> since he was like a little kid I seen that guy yeah, in the gym yeah. and so, and he was always really talented I was really, but I was super shocked to see him like you know develop to this higher level and and get all this success and. It, I don't know, man. I, I know his, cor- his corner had the best uh, intentions in, my, in mind, but I think that if he was going to do, uh, if he was going to stand, you know, orthodox, he would have scored more points, you yeah. know? Well, and it's interesting because, like, when we see Max the, the most successful, it's he's switching back and forth. Yeah, every yeah. You know, it's like he's one of those guys that if he just 
decides like, all right, I'm going to do this. It doesn't seem to work out for him. Like well, if he has a set game plan. He seems like more of an improviser than well, anything. He uses the, he uses his uh, southpaw to set up kicks. Yeah. He, he he still, what he does is like, he goes southpaw, sets up a left kick, which starts him on a combination. And then lands back he, in the he, north. Yeah. He always does like a left kick. Goes to goes to regular Orthodox, and then yeah. and then starts uh, uh, using his hands. If he can get the guy going backwards, that's when he's most successful. Right. And this guy game planned him to a T, where he was using those leg kicks, using those leg kicks. I think they worked out even better than he thought because with Holloway can get you with his length. Yeah. So he makes you go backwards and then chases you back to the cage and scores punches until you get to the cage and then he then he and then he, then he kicks up, again. Yeah. No, then he kicks again, but. In this fight, though, does early onslaught of kicks, and I don't know those fucking—I'll call them rugby kicks. Yeah, those yeah. rugby kicks just battered his legs early. Well, it on. seems like Poirier kind of made the blueprint for you're right. Holloway. You're right, yeah. Yeah. and which sucks because it was like he went up a weight class, loses to Poirier, and then now it's like. Like the now we know now the blueprint's now out it. on yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. I, I, granted, you have to be at this high a level to, you know. Execute that, right. that blueprint. Not everybody's going to be but, able to do it. Yeah. Um, so that was uh, – but, yeah, so there was there was a uh, – and then I'll tell you what. I had money on Jermaine Durandame for some reason. I thought she was going to win. Listen. <laughs> I almost won that Listen, one. if we're just going to jump right into that, that woman is a she-beast. Oh, my God. I want her to have my baby. She asked me out on a date back in the day. My Man, you should have went. Yeah, Jermaine. You should have dro- dropped the seed in that river. Oh, man. Because that, that woman is a damn monster. I mean, and still looks like a woman. Like now, that, that's the weird thing is that you know, she does, she's not super bulky or anything. She's just a really good athlete. Like that, her kickboxing style is very impressive. Made, made the lioness look human. Now, how could she have finished that triangle? Yeah, that's a that's a weird one. Well, the funny part was I don't think it was so much the triangle was so deep. It's just that that um, that the champ was so damn tired. Nunez was like getting tired it was one of those things where she was getting she was getting suffocated she just had because she didn't have the triangle a perfect angle but she yeah. did have the positioning so that her like mouth was covered and like it was she was just feeling enough to cut off like some of your air ward start out. cutting off some of the blood and then you're working and you're just carrying that but not enough to finish it sucks yeah. i mean it's possible but at the same time <clears throat> what, what i was bummed out is that you know, I don't know where where was she training. I know you know this. Where was she training? Jermaine trained at a. She was at AKA for a while. Oh, okay. With uh, Cormier and Khabib and all them. Okay. Yeah, well, she was in San Jose. I mean, I just wish her jujitsu coach would have got with her. And she didn't exhibit the some of the symptoms. This is the best of, she's looked on the ground, though. I mean, I agree. Normally, yeah. she would get fucked up on the ground. She yeah. just. I not mean, a, she did get fucked up, but it's it's kind of one of those things that's going to take time for her I to. Can't believe Amanda, to develop Amanda her technique. Fell into that too. Really? Why? Like, I can. It was just, you know, it's just, uh, I mean, look, her body type. I guess type, I can because it's like one of those, like, you get you get excited about throwing punches and you f- kind of forget about ju- the jujitsu for No, a no, but it was well set up but, by, by yeah, Durandame. Yeah, it was. Like, Durandame, like, she, she, I just wish that it was like, um, she, I don't know. I wish I could coach that chick. She, like, man. I'll she, tell her. You'll saw on the phone in love with you, bro. She has, uh, <laughs> she has some technique. Like, she has, like, the raw uh, talent to be a great jujitsu player. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she need, you know what I mean? And this, the body type. Well, let's long, talk to a guy lanky, right now who has you know? some, some talent as well. David Michaud, yeah. they call him the bulldog. 
Tell you. So Mayhem, I'll tell you all about this guy. Please, uh, you're please. on. So this guy right here, I've been friends with him forever. He grew up on a reservation in uh, North Dakota, right? South Dakota, North Dakota. South Dakota. South Dakota. He, he, to go to he was he was he was the, on, he was man. like the the man on on his res. Like he was a 15 year old. He was a state champion in wrestling. Uh, he was the he was the man. They had him. His dad had him fighting men at age 14 years old. They called him the bulldog. And his home workouts were like him just like picking up the practice dummy and throwing it on his head nice. or like just really. And they were everyone was like the bulldog, bulldog. The guy played college football. He was the man. Then he made it to the Ultimate Fighter. Everyone's like, the, he's our only hope, right? This this, this reservation <laughs> reservation awesome. has like it's like not, it's like a, a big drinking problem on the res. They have a lot of issues, yada yada. So uh, then he he loses. He's winning like two rounds. He's ready to win. He gets caught like in like a fucking triangle or something. Off the Ultimate Fighter, makes it back onto the UFC, right? Wins his first fight, uh, second fight, he's gushing, a loser first fight, gushing blood everywhere. They almost stop it, and then he walks out to Taylor Swift. Then he loses again. They put him up against uh, some 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 stud. <laughs> yeah. So then he gets cut from the UFC. He goes one and two. Then he goes to like Bellator. Uh, then he goes somewhere else. Uh, he makes it to the PFL. He goes to Combate. Loses in 14 seconds. Gets kicked in the stomach. Everyone's like, it's hopeless. They, they gave up on him, right? Now, comes back. Wins four in a row, five in a row. Nice. And is fighting on New Year's Eve for a million dollars. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here he is. Yes, sir. The and, David Mishra. And he's scared of flying, so he's driving from the lab in Arizona <laughs> all the way to New York City. Uh, what a well, – hey. Yeah. What a character. I love this guy already. What an intro. Bulldog, how are you, man? I don't know. Adam, Adam makes me sound – Better, more badass every time he talks about me. So yeah, I just need to. Nah, buddy, you make yourself sound more badass every time. Every time we talk about you, it sounds like you're just really making a damn name for yourself out there. How are you, man? Uh, good. Um, we're in uh, fucking buttfuck Tennessee or something. Um, uh, yeah, somewhere. I don't know. You don't know where. Now, are you are you going with your girlfriend? Uh. Yeah, my girlfriend's right. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> he, she's hot. His, his girlfriend's name is Her Many Horses. Uh, yeah. She's, she's, go- she's gorgeous, but they're always fighting. They fight all the time. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. They I've fight. been there, bro. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, no. I got my buddy Frank coming out with me. My girlfriend's teaching, so she's still working. Uh, yeah, me and Frank, we stopped in, like, Oklahoma City last night, some little cheap-ass hotel. And now we're heading out to my buddy Scott Holtzman's house. And yeah, hot sauce. Scotty. Nice, nice, nice. Now, um, I know you're with John Crouch, obviously a great, great coach. And uh, Ray Cooper knocked out Jake Shields twice, something you couldn't do, Mayhem. Okay, uh, this dude is a uh, – Brutal. Ray Cooper is a monster. But it seems like his game plan is going to be to try to get you into a war – and that's usually your game plan too. Are they telling you to not do that? Yeah, that's always kind of what Crouch tells me. He's like, all right, we'll go out there, you know, we'll wrestle, we'll move our head, move our feet, get out there. You guys know how it goes. You get out there, you get hit, you're like, fuck, throw it out. So hopefully that doesn't happen. You know, in that 50 50 mode, I feel like if I move my feet, move my head, wrestle them up a little bit, wear them out. But. 
um, yeah, just, you know, kind of do all of MMA. Um, yeah, now, I, but, I mean, but, no, but I mean, where do you think you have the advantages here? Wrestling, jiu-jitsu? Uh, yeah, I feel like my wrestling and my jiu-jitsu are a lot better than his. Uh, you know, I feel like I'm a more dynamic striker. So just mix it up and do, do a little bit of everything. Yeah. What are you watching out for in the what are you watching out for in the uh in his stand up department? Like what do you think he's gonna try to uh, Books. Uh all his fights are kind of the same. Like he just comes out and you know, he's firing some big nasty hooks. So just gotta that's mainly what I gotta watch out for. You think he has a Keep takedown defense? Up. You think he has a takedown defense to stop your takedowns or what? Um, I don't think he can stop my takedowns, but he's got pretty good takedowns himself and you know Whenever you're throwing a big shot, it's hard to stop a takedown. So, and he likes to throw big shots. He definitely comes out and just starts winging some hooks right away. And the plan's going to be don't get caught by one of those. And hopefully, catch him first. <laughs> now, are, are, are like the guys on like the res? Are they gonna, are they doing like a dance for you, or is it, like are they like smoking some beef smoking some stuff, or like seriously? Is it? Um, yeah, I mean, whatever. There's ceremonies and stuff people are always telling me that they're praying for me so i'm sure i'm sure there's a lot of a lot of prayers going up and uh they was talking about trying to rent out a bus trying to rent out a hell like yeah. a party bus and take it to new york I'm like, i don't think you can drive a bus to madison square garden <laughs> we'll see we'll see who shows up why not yeah so, you can conor mcgregor will attack it yeah yeah it's hilarious <laughs> Oh, yeah. Now, I, I told him he should play up the native more and be like, uh, be like he, he's like, instead of 29, he's like, he's like 60 moons or something. Yeah, wait, like, what, what, uh, yeah, yeah, 60 moons. Wait, what, what, uh, what tribe is it? What tribe are you from? Oglala, Lakota. Um, oh. the, the Sioux, I guess yeah, yeah. people might know more of us. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, from my tribe, was Red Cloud, uh, Crazy Horse, those two were from like my, my same band. Awesome, yeah! Man. Wow, that's that's awesome. Fucking rad. Yeah, now, didn't you didn't you tell me last time that like red skin meant they would like skin your face or something? Didn't you no. tell me that that was like a super no, offensive? Co- it's like, well, people from my res, like people, people who get offended by stuff are honestly kind of like Indians that live in the city. Oh, so, social justice Indians. <laughs> I get it. I get it. No, so you you don't have a problem with the Redskins logo? Yo, you're getting yeah, remixed right now. Uh, uh, go on. What, yeah, go what, on. What Sorry, you had a little uh, connection. It would say a Redskin was a, a scalp, a native's scalp that was what the government paid for. So Ooh. you brought in a scalp of a native and they gave you like $3.00. Because you was a bounty hunter, basically. Wow. Yeah, I know about that. Man, wow, that's crazy. that's crazy. Damn, and there's and <laughs> we still have dark. that team. And then we still have the Washington Redskins. Oh my Get God, out. that's crazy. But don't you think maybe you should walk in with like Ray Cooper's head, like on like a stick or something, like uh, that, like fuck. <laughs> Yo, I think the spirits of the people. Yeah, I think people are, they're not happy, dude. I think people are mad at this. Hello, can you stop driving for a sec? Not, David, what's going on? We just lost him. We just lost him. Oh, fuck, hold on. Oh no, he's here. Hello. Right. I, I love this. I, I love how we, we got, always. We got two bars. If we, if we hit right. five bars, we'll stop. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, there we go. I love this. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm so excited for you, man, because you are honestly, though, like the epitome of someone who just does not quit. You keep coming back. You know, I that love that I, about that you. That just means I lost a lot. That means I lose a lot. <laughs> yeah, you do, but it's okay because you keep coming back, though, man. You got an iron chin, and you don't quit. Like you don't quit. Good and, and like, and like, it's, it's just yeah. you, and you, you and your girlfriend are such a beautiful couple. She sent us all these like feminist books for the baby. Perfect. So now, like, my baby's an angry feminist at like at, like 16 months. Awesome. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, no, no, yeah. It's a, they're, they're they're really good people. Uh, really, really good people. Too bad I can't talk to you. You got to on you. Yeah, yeah, no, she gets mad. Like somebody made like a, a disparaging remark to her about natives, and she, like he 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 laughed, and she was ready to fucking kill him. Really? Yeah, yeah. His, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. way more scared of his girlfriend. Yeah, than him. Absolutely. That's that's who will scalp you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that. Now, now, does she want to have kids? Uh, eventually, yeah. Is is, is this is this million dollars? Is this million dollars helping that decision? It would def it would make it easier, right? I mean, Fuck. they say more. I think people who ain't been poor say that because I have yeah, plenty yeah. of problems being poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, are, are are people hitting up for money already or no? Jokingly, I think once once I win it, then it'll start changing and I'll have to start deleting some numbers. But right now, it's like, oh, let me get let me get a grant. I'm like, man, what's your job? You know, what's your job? yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Now, he was he was the number seven seed, Mayhem. Yeah. Number seven seed in the tournament. Like he barely made it. The dark horse. And now and now he's coming yeah. in. Now are, are you gonna walk oh, out? Yeah. To, uh, go on. Uh, I've been walking out. I've been walking out to um, Confident by Demi Lovato. So I think I'm gonna keep that going. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell That's yeah. fucking dope, dude. <laughs> Your girl. I mean, it's all like. Next, it's about sex or whatever, but you know it could work for fighting. It's cool. <laughs> oh, so many things are interchangeable like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, do you, now, listen, do you, Mayhem. You, you've been around the block. Oh, uh, yeah, you've yeah. made some money. Uh, you've lost some money. Yeah, um, yeah. Any advice for young David Michelle? Ah, uh, you know, just split it up a little bit. Keep it away from your old lady. <laughs> Uh, that's probably my, my best advice. Just keep a big chunk of it away from her, and I, I think you'll be okay, dude. You got to diversify your bonds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buy some property. Uh, Buy some property. Now, yeah. the, the, the fight's at 170, right? Um, yeah, we're the 170 championship. And now, how much do you weigh right now? Uh, I was 88 two, two days ago. I didn't check this morning. I uh, just figured, just traveling. So I'll probably be heavy, but. All right, so you lose twenty pounds in twelve days. Uh, thirteen. Yeah, we're right. we're two weeks out right now. Easy work. Easy really? Work. Yeah. Twenty yeah, pounds in two weeks. Minor. Easy work. That's mellow, bro. That's like uh, two, yeah, two days in the trash bag. Yeah. No, no, I'm, yeah. Now, Ray, now Ray Cooper is going to be bringing in like all of Hawaii uh, to 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 root against you. Last time he brought in like eighty people. Uh, is, is, is that gonna fuck with you at all? No, it was cool. He had a lot. There were a lot of Hawaiians at um, Vegas for the tournament. Like me and him, definitely had the biggest crowd whenever we fought. So hopefully, I can kind of match it. You know, bring some Indians, bring some, bring some <laughs> yeah. savages. Bro, in are, there, you really, you know, are you really asking 
Hey, are you really asking an Indian if he's going to be scared of going to enemy territory? <laughs> he lives in enemy territory. That's a good point. Yeah, bro. He, he's been fighting the men bro. his whole life. It's a good point. Colonizers. It's a good point, man. It's a, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Well, David, I'm going to be rooting for you, man. Look what I'm wearing right now. Hell yeah. I know. I saw that. Looks good on you. Hell yeah, man. I, I'm so proud of you, man. Uh, no matter what happens. My wife actually never watches MMA, and she's like, what's David fighting? Nice. Uh, so That's right. we're, we're, both, we're both rooting for you, man. You got this. Awesome. Thanks, man. Be Good. smart. Appreciate don't, it. Don't get into a fucking slug out with him. Not right away. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe knock him out early. Who knows? So, <laughs> Take yeah, the yeah, down. yeah, just knock him out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if it only was that easy. <laughs> Great game plan. Just knock him out. Well, good luck, brother. Good luck, man. All right. Sweet. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Yep. Take care. <laughs> By the way, Hector Lombard. He's a handsome devil, too. Isn't he? Real likable character. Such a nice guy. Hey, By right? the way, Hector Lombard is fighting Joe Riggs in Bare Knuckle Boxing. Is he? Yeah. Jeez. Bare Knuckle, uh, shout out to you, them. They gave me a call. Really? Yeah. I might, <laughs> might do some broadcasting for him. Nice. Yeah. Maybe uh, fight. Now, who is do you think Joe is Riggs is fighting Hector Lombard. Yeah, hey, I, <laughs> I, 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 the, I, the, uh, some company was trying to get me to fight for him a long time ago, and they're like, "Yeah, we're, you know, Joe Riggs is fighting for him." So I watched Joe Riggs fight. <laughs> He's good at bare knuckle. I know, and he just double legged the shit out of the guy yeah, yeah, immediately. Yeah. I was like, "Man, you know what? That was kind of my fear that I would do that same thing." I, I think he's good at bare knuckle. Uh, Hector, it's going to be a good fight. It is. It's yeah. going to be a good fight. By the way, Hector did the quintet that I was telling you about. Did you watch that? I didn't yeah. see it. No. Quintet. Okay, Dude, so he this, looked fucking so this thick. This thing is awesome. So basically, it's five on five. It was Team Strike Force, Team UFC, Team WEC, and Team Pride. And one versus one goes out. I couldn't find out where to watch it. It's, on, it's on Fight Pass. Fight Pass. Okay, one goes okay. one goes out. And then the winner, if, if like you win, you stay on and fight their number two guy. But if it's a draw, it goes eight minutes. You, then you're you're you're, 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 you're both out. That's, oh, really? That, yeah, that's yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. So it was actually yeah, it's like King of the Ring with teams. Yeah, it, it was cool. actually pretty cool. I mean, it was so like short. wait, so wait, and then then it just moves on. So like one guy could win the whole match without yeah. the other team, but yeah. even wrestling, yeah. yeah, hilarious. But then they go to the next round, An eight minute match. Yeah, oh, okay, four eight minutes. You like decide if, if it's a forty pound weight difference. The lighter person decides whether it wants to be four minutes or eight minutes, or one of them decides yeah, yeah. that. So, um, like Sean O'Malley went, to, went up against Gomi and like submitted Gomi, fucking, and then he got him then nasty. he got murdered by Hector Lombard. But it was like a very big, big weight one. difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Lombard went up against Anthony Johnson, and that no one tapped anyone out, but like Johnson, Johnson like yeah. double legged them across the whatever. And so they do points. No, no, no points. Only in like the last one. Is there a judge? Yeah, the last one they go to judges. Okay. Uh, and then it was uh, there was some interesting. But matches. If nobody taps nobody. Is just a draw. Yeah. Then, then, then they're, they're both out. And then it was it was Gracie versus uh, one of the Gracies went up against. Um, first he beat. Yeah, it was like a random Gracie. I know it was like he beat Clay oh, Guida. Oh yeah, Harpo Gracie. It was <laughs> he beat Clay Guida pretty quickly, uh, and then he lost. No, and then he went up against uh, Smith, Anthony Smith. Anthony it was Smith, a draw. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Did uh, James Krause. Jumped into a standing guillotine and beat King Mo quick. Gregor Great Gracie. That's oh, Gregor. Gregor yeah, Gracie. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not a random Gracie. No, that he's guy not a, a good Gracie. Gracie. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was not. Right. It wasn't Harpo Gracie. Um, uh, so that was yeah. So it was pretty cool. I'll tell you what. Mark Munoz 
came in at like 300. I mean, he says he's 240. But no way, he was no way. huge. Yeah, yeah. Went up against Jake Shields. Too. Oh, yeah. Saku, dude. Saku and Gilbert Burns. Yeah, Gilbert Burns is a stud. He beat everybody almost. Uh, Chad Mendez went against Jay-Z Cavacanti. This went to a draw. Um, sorry if I'm spoiling it for anybody. but nah. uh, And then they had, like, random ones. Like, Cynthia Cavillo lost to some girl from 10th Flyer. Oh, yeah. Jake Shields, Cub Swanson. And then, uh, oh, Cub Swanson tore his ACL yep. and MCL against Jake Shields. He, yep. like, turned out the wrong way. Oh, no. What, on a heel hook? No, there's no heel hooks allowed. Really? Wow. Yeah. And then what's the name? Went no up again. heel hooks? Oh, by the way, did you ever watch oh, yeah. that? yeah, Alexio Lennox and Gordon yeah. Ryan. Yeah, Gordon Ryan beat Lennox real quick. Him, dude. But the Bo Nickel one, see, see, see what gets Bo Nickel? Yeah. Remember we, we talked about that yeah. here? So they had that. Bonico was doing pretty well, but then there was one time where Gracie got up and just put his butt into him. No, uh, this Gordon guy, Ryan. Gordon Ryan just put his butt into him and just started backing into him, and then Bo Nickel launched him. Suplexed Like, him. suplexed the shit out of him, and then Bo Nickel ended up winning by, like, triangle. Uh, not, not Bo Nickel. I mean, I mean Gordon <laughs> Ryan. Nickel by uh, no, Gordon Ryan won by well, triangle. Well, man, if you had that yeah. on your parlay, you're yeah, yeah. rich. No, Gordon Ryan. Yeah, but now, yeah, but now Gordon Ryan's going up against that uh, this wrestler, Pat... Pat Downey. Yeah, Pat Downey. I think in a wrestling match, who's like this the bad boy of wrestling. He's on the world team. He got kicked off a bunch of teams. About to rip and yada, that yada. leg off. Yeah, so this dude is a stud, Gordon Ryan. Alexi knows he's fucked. But Downey's talking shit. He's like that juiced up, uh, whatever. Well, they've trained before. Oh, really? Yeah, they're like, they're fucking with each other. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh that, that kind of ruins it. Uh, but yeah, this thing's pretty cool. So I talked to them, but they'd be interested in you, Mayhem. Heel the heel. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it looks like 2020 is going to be real busy for me. 2019 has been a damn bummer. I'm ready for it to be over. Well, they got $7,000. So each guy got $7,000, and the winning team got an extra five for this. Yeah. So you can make 12000 for I guess, for having fun and grappling. I mean, that's pretty cool. It's pretty rad. Um, and, like, no one really gets hurt except for Cub Swanson. Uh, yeah, but, no one gets hurt. <laughs> you got to rip your damn knee off yeah. in, this, in this thing. Knee bar. Um, and then also it was uh, – what's his name did it, too? The guy from Arizona uh, went up against uh, a black belt from, from Vegas. That guy Craig, something that, like – Craig Jones. Craig Jones, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So this was, this was a lot of fun. Dude, Sean O'Malley surprised me, man. Yeah, he's this guy that like. So they found too, him right? on Ultimate Fighter, and this dude, oh no, on the Contender Series, has like a big afro. Looks like I said it was like Screech McGregor. Yeah, it looks like Screech and McGregor, and he was the he's but he's amazing at striking. He's undefeated, but then he got popped for steroids or something, or yeah, some in a system. So he's been suspended. Substance. Snoop Dogg was the commentator back then. Everyone hated Snoop because he would on what on on the Dana White's Contender Series. No. Yeah. People got mad at Snoop because he was like, you got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, bitch. He was like saying things that were disrespectful no. like, towards get the fighters. Up. Get up, bitch. Yeah, get, get up. up. Yeah, and then people, then he got replaced by like this Yeah, Bisbee. it's kind of, it's hard to like, <laughs> a guy who's never fought, you know what I mean? It's kind of hard to like have him be the commentator. He's probably got like 200 like, street fights. Dude. Because it's basically like having a dude out of the crowd who's never, who doesn't have any respect. Just, <laughs> yeah, you know, but he's yeah. trying to be entertaining and I get it. But, I get it, yeah. Um, and on top of that, when you got like go fuck yourself money like Snoop Dogg, like why yeah, on earth exactly. would you even care? You know, what I mean? it was him and your eye, him like. and your eye favor. But like Matt Brown Weird. wanted to kick his well, ass. Just drinking and commentating fights. Yeah. yeah, But like Matt Brown wanted to kick his ass. Oh, Matt Brown. Matt Brown got really mad at him. By Speaking way, Matt, of Matt Brown. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Yeah, Matt Brown hellbells. Did you see what happened with him and Ben Saunders? No. What? Matt Brown. Dude, Matt Brown fucked up Ben Saunders. It was the second fight of the night. I was on my way to go watch it on the prelims. He knocked out 
he, he beat Ben Saunders pretty bad. Right? Ben yeah. Saunders, yeah, he had him in a nice triangle. Well, a triangle. Yeah. For I mean, that's a, like while. a reverse triangle. Yeah, it's a reverse triangle. I mean, he was going for the, the Omoplata probably, but. I'll tell you who yeah, I thought. Yeah, he got bad. out of it. I'll tell you who I felt bad for was Uriah Faber, too. Him. Yeah, Uriah Faber, like, really, like, showed some of his greatness, but that dude, <laughs> yeah, what was his name, Yan? Yeah. Man, that Peter dude Yan, is a yeah. damn monster. But I think a, a prime Faber beats him. Uh, yeah, but, like, dude, prime Faber is, like, a while ago now. Yeah. I, like, Faber is just impressing me that he's still out there doing, like, fantastic dude, fights. Dude, I'm sitting next well, to back, I, out, I, back out there. I, yeah. I got so much more respect for Faber after that fight. Like, I'm like, how the hell is he getting up against this little beast? You know what I mean? And just still looking pretty awesome. And we're like, I, I thought I couldn't be a bigger Faber fan back in the day when he like broke his hands and yeah. then just started elbowing. Oh, started throwing oh, yeah. the elbows like, at Mike Brown? Oh. Us, that guy has given us so many classic fights that, I mean, he's Hall of Fame Here's already. Here's the ending to the, to the Saunders one. Matt Brown. Yeah. Oh, boy. Matt um, Brown gave him. That was a weird-ass elbow. That was really impressive. It was just like a, it was like a football yeah, it was forearm. Like a strange forearm like maneuver just, that he busted. <clears throat> like that was very like inventive. it wasn't a swipe. Like he didn't swipe at all. He just kind of drove it into him. Yeah, it was one of those. Woo! Yeah, that was like one of those you practice on the bag <laughs> and you just yeah. made it happen. Even the ref like shit his pants a little bit. <laughs> Dude, I sat next to Faber's girlfriend watching the fight. Well, I didn't really. I like snuck down, which is always embarrassing. I like, love. I love sneaking down. It's yeah, like, well, it's part of the experience. But yeah. then when they ask you to leave in front yeah, of everybody, yeah. you're yeah, like no. that asshole. Even better. That has to get Even up. Better. Really? I did that at the Stanley Cup one time. I was sitting right on the boards, and then some dude came with his ultra hot girlfriend. I was like, ha, great seats, bro. And I just left. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, a funny walk of shame because I, you know me, I can't shut up. Yeah. So I'm making comments the whole time, you know, saying funny shit. It would so, be nice so, to be able to sit down here. Yeah. I was like, was <laughs> and then I went back up to the nosebleeds. That's what kind of what happened here. But I sat next to Faber's girlfriend, who's smoking hot, and their little oh, baby, smoking. who was like six months old. She didn't even know what was going on. She had like her bottle Thank on, God. taking a bottle the whole time during the fight. Thank God. Um, At the same time, it's like one of those things where, yeah, he lost, but I mean, it wasn't so brutal that he'll never it was competitive no, no. Yeah, yeah it was, was very competitive, competitive. It was just like, yeah, he, but like, at the same time like i think yan might have like look if the stakes were a little higher like if yan had to fight a dude who was like on the come up like he is yeah i think he would have took more chances but instead he just fought a very tactical smart slower slower game where he was, uh, yeah. you know, just yeah. felt him out at the beginning and then figured out where to make his shots and then made him. And then backstage, uh, Cody Nolove got into it with him. Cody Nochin? And he called him Cody Nochin. That's what Jan said. So they're trying to make that fight. I don't really understand that. I mean, they're not going to fight backstage. Oh, Uriah. So, like, what was he trying it's to... So, oh, it's what painful do you mean? to watch. Bro, aggression just boils over. When these guys are in the prime of their career and, like... You know, just like getting after it. I mean, you gotta understand. I mean, the life that this lives. Yeah, but Cody's it, in like a suit. He's, oh yeah, he's yeah. Wearing, he's wearing like a, a three-piece suit. He's backstage. I guess he's mad because his his like his like boy won. His boy lost. His best friend lost. His coach lost. But I don't think Jan was being disrespectful. No, it's, I don't. I don't know what happened backstage. What he said. But this guy doesn't seem like the dude. Cody, guys. Cody Garbrandt seems like the the type of person that would just walk up right into your face and start shit. Because you beat us. Oh, yeah, you beat my friend. I'm going to fucking beat your ass, bro. Look, man, loyalty. You ain't is, shit. Look, like, loyalty cool. is a thing. Dude. This guy's a loyal <laughs> Have guy. Have you ever been that, like, that but like, like a friend? I mean, mm, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not the type of guy to, like, 
go out of my way. Like if that, that was if that was my friend that just got beat up on the street. Yeah, that's sure. one thing. But uh, not here. my friend that like signed a contract and walked into a cage to fight this other dude and then got beat. That's I can't like believe they when even, you should be talking I mean, to your Faber boy saying, "Hey, retired. what are we going to change?" He was retired <laughs> and he beat Ricky Simone. And I understand Ricky Simone's a good fighter, but but he's not. Yeah, I, I can't believe they gave him this high profile of a guy. I mean, he was probably asking look, he's for a it. gamer. Look, it's and not it's your like favor to turn down. You know, your eye favor ain't going to turn down anybody. He's still a gamer. Well, you know I mean? also, and maybe, yeah, it could be argued that maybe his management shouldn't have made that fight. Maybe he should, you know, maybe they should be protecting him. But at the same time, Faber wants to fight. And Dana's going to put him against a killer. Well, I thought Anthony Smith was next to me, and I was like, I can't believe they gave him this guy. And he he said, yeah, well, they have to... They got to build him they off have to ra- They have to rationalize giving him that much money, too. Exactly. Yeah. Like, the, the contract he has, they're not going to put him up against... Because I was like, why don't they give him Diego Sanchez or something, where it's like Make two a, guys yeah. that are... It's going to be a fun fight. They're not... You know, but right. I guess... I mean, wouldn't that make more sense if a Faber versus Look, Diego I'm Sanchez? with you. I'm with you because I'm a, I'm a real, yeah, I'm an old school fan, and I appreciate these kind of like freak shows. You know, they, they people call them, but I don't think they should even call them. I just think they should call it like uh, exhibition the cl- or like the classics. Yeah, like why not? Why not put like two fan favorites together and pad out the card that way instead? Because of the growth model, it's economics. It's a, it's you know. It, it, it comes down to the UFC has to build new stars. Yeah, of course. Yes. And since they own everything, they since they own every fighter besides Bellator, they they have the opportunity to do that. They but like have a favor to, versus got, Joe Lozano. Look, I didn't even know. You know look, like, I'll admit, you know, I, I'm a I'm less of a hardcore fan than you are because right. I'm not. Like watching every you event. You also had like a year and a half time. You couldn't watch fights. And yeah, and I mean, we watched a few. Really? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. They let you guys watch fights? Yeah. That's awesome. I know. Yeah. Like, so, like pay per views? The... Yeah. And if I sat on the top tier, I could look into the guard station and watch fights. Oh, really? The, yeah. Pay per view ones. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty good. I know. Yeah. So every once in a while, I would get to watch the. Yeah. It was so, you know, I mean, so those little bits of happiness in a world of hurt. Do you know uh, who you, did you know who you were watching? No. Nah. Oh. I know. It was just I could see. Well, the the guards would come by and give me updates. You probably hear Joe Rogan screaming from your jail cell. Definitely. I mean, um, I always hear Joe Rogan screaming just inside my head. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so Mike Perry, that fight. Oh. Um, focus in a sec. Mike Perry is a guy that like, you know, he's a guy. He's a high profile guy. He's always going to come to fight. He's not always going to win. He usually, I mean, his record has been recently not very good uh, compared to other guys. But he's a guy that, like, an outspoken guy with tattoos all over that people love to watch. Yeah. But they put him up against this guy who's a monster. He's a beast. Undefeated. And it's funny because Perry's never been hurt. And even I turned anything next to him, I go, yeah, but even if he loses, he's not going to get hurt. And right when I said that, that head kick wobbled him. Yeah. That was. I thought that, like, I don't know. Also, I had a feeling about this guy because of his <laughs> record, and I mean, his physique is freaking uh, pretty awesome. I just uh, when I first in the first round or so, I, something told me like, okay, this guy has some striking power. And when he did this <laughs> this kick, and oh it just got right through his guard. God. Yeah. Are we gonna get banned from YouTube? Because no, no, because they're, they're not watching. No, the cameras no, can't no, see. Is that why you moved the damn TV yeah, from here? We, no, so, I have to sit yeah. So the reason we the reason the we re-uploaded, by the way, a couple of the podcasts was because they took them off YouTube because of the UFC. Bro, that's run. just amateur hour, bro. Don't you know you gotta like 
put like a, a sticker up on top of the video feed so that we don't get copyright. Oh, really? Claim? Tell me. No, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. Why couldn't you? Maybe you could have told me that during the podcast. No. Maybe you should call your. I fucking, thought you already knew, oh, buddy Dana. Dana. Maybe you could call no. Dana and be like, "Hey, can you not take my shit off YouTube?" Oh yeah, I'll call him. Leave, tell yeah, him. Yeah, call yeah. him. Text, text him. him. You don't want to give me his number? I'll call him. One hundred percent. Yes. By the way, I gave your number to Mayhem. All right. All right. So Donate me. So that's that. Jessica, I won. She missed weight by Woo! five pounds. She sure did. Or, uh, which Still is Still looked great. She said she had her period. Mm. Um, <laughs> Jessica, <laughs> Wait, I, is baby. That, yeah, that time I missed weight by 30 pounds, I, I had my period, too. <laughs> you, yeah. you had six periods going on at the same time. No, she said she was... I mean, she, wouldn't you technically lose weight? Yeah. You have your period? No, you... You, uh, you, you get bloated. You get bloated. Yeah, but, but then... Come on, bro. You never had a girlfriend. But then it all. <laughs> no, it didn't all just come out. She said she had her period. I'm not. No, the thing is, like, no one's going to argue that. Like, you didn't have your that's period. Not, that's a crazy like, Trump card to pull out. Yeah, like, you say you have your period. People are like, okay, well, that makes sense. She's never missed weight before. She's so. never missed weight before. And she didn't, like, she was on track, too. Because yeah. she was talking about it like a week before Wayne's like, oh, fucking, yeah, ready to go. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like yeah. keeping up with her. And yeah. at, least, at least she's not pregnant. Um, so, <laughs> yet. Yeah. All right. So that, uh, Jessica won. I'm happy for her. Now, let's talk about the fights this week. Frankie Edgar is fighting the Korean zombie yeah, that's this Saturday night. <sighs> what do you think about that, Adam? I, I'm interested. I think Frankie Edgar. The zombies. Seems to be. I mean, the zombie wins fights that I, I don't think he's going to win. He's well, got amazing he's striking. Zombie. But Frankie's wrestling, I think, will win this fight. Against. If he wrestles. I disagree. I if think he wrestles. That, uh, I think the zombie's eventually going to touch him on the chin. And, you know, ever since uh, that one fight. With oh, Brian Ortega? Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, at that fight. That was yeah. Rough. So so I, I think that guys, like, have a finite amount of chin. You know what I mean? Brian Ortega's also very out, large, but though. But I've been dinked in fights and, like, as I got older, I noticed, like, man, I oh, don't. Oh, it gets have, worse. Yeah, it gets way now, worse. Now, when you get dinked, do you start seeing birds, the stars? Nah, or? in the moment, you don't see nothing. Like, it's it, like you a, just you you like blink out for a moment, yeah. and like you're back, and you're not. You know, you're you're time slows down off. a little bit. Really? Yeah. Now, COVID, it's almost now, like a ton. Like you think like tunnel vision when you get choked out. When you get hit, it's just like a quick. It is like, stars. It is and stars. You're like, oh shit. It depends on where you get hit, too. If you get hit in the chin, like, it's just a blink out, and then you're back. But if you get hit, like, in the, in the side head, of the head, yeah. back of the head, it's like Your stars. It's like fucking... a weird, bizarre, you know, like, a different. Um, can I stop cranking around? Now, do you think Colby's chin was, like, when he broke his, his jaw, I think that was hurting during the fight? Fuck, yeah. He had so much uh, adrenaline and... Uh, it's like the Terminator, you know, like you have a, a my CPU has it hurts, but it doesn't matter that it hurts. Like, like it I, hurts, I broke, but you're like, well, hand. I broke my hand around one before and like was just like not throwing my right hand anymore. I didn't know why. I just didn't feel like throwing it. And it didn't like process that. Hey, man, your hand is really injured. And I just your body I, just took I, over yeah, and said, like, and my don't body was like, nah, I don't throw, throw this, that anymore. Yeah. But then it's funny because. Your consciousness can take over because my coach is like, "What are you fucking doing? Throw your right what hand." What fight was this? Um, I can't remember. What was the Japanese dude I fought one time? That one guy, Sakuraba. No, not Sakuraba. <laughs> it was another guy. But anyway, but, but like the Yoshi funny thing Ishii? was is that when is that uh, my coach told me to throw my hand, I took over and threw it. So I just smashed up my hand even worse Ugh. than it was, and you know you can you can overcome that. So I, I know that. Colby was doing like a, a lot of overcoming. You could see it. You yeah. could see it. He was doing 
at first, uh, when he first got injured, you could see that he was like kind of fighting different. Then he went back to fighting kind of normal again. Wait, were you impressed by him at all? Or no? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, you know, not to disparage the guys that it was like a sloppy kickboxing match, but when you got two high level wrestlers there, they don't exactly do kickboxing. It's like a hybrid form of kickboxing wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the card. I don't it's really just even know that many guys on this card, which is crazy because it's a lot of Asian guys. And a lot of times when they have Asian cards, it's in Korea. They they put a lot of Asian fighters. At, this is like the um, only second second time in Korea, right? I think Third? they've been here before. I know yeah. I know I know the the uh, Korean Wonder Boy who they were saying was the next big thing, and then Cub Swanson spoiled that party. Uh, he kind of I don't think exposed him, but they were like not as hype as as he was as he was Jung before. Da Un. Um, now, I mean I know I know you, uh, uh, Do Choi. Put on the Bellator card this week because the Bellator card actually is is pretty good as well. Um, it's got Josh Barnett fighting. Here we go. Against Hani Marcus. That's uh, I'm a big Josh Barnett fan. Uh, you know, uh, no, yeah. Barnett. That's a, and Marcus was in the PFL. Uh, he, this is, I think Marks, this is a yeah. very winnable fight for Barnett. Wasn't he in the UFC? Hani Marcus? Yeah, he's been everywhere. Uh, who do you like in that fight? Barnett. I'm always Barnett guy. Yeah. Barnett also because he's training at, uh, at CMMA with my boy now, Chad yeah, Savage George. This guy Joey D- Joey Davis never lost in college wrestling. He was a four-time Division II national Ooh, there's champion. There's another Cisneros. Yeah, is he related to Johnny Cisneros? I don't know, but Joey Davis is the the real deal, uh, and they're not giving him much of a push, which is annoying because he was. Yeah, this is that same dude, right? He never but they, lost. They've never been. They just haven't. Yeah. Promoted him at all? At all? <laughs> you think of a guy that never lost in college wrestling, a four-time what? national yeah. champion? Yeah, four-time national champion, well, and it's like I not mean, like use yeah, it, D2, you know? Still, you give him a push. Um, like there was all this push for who's who's the kid? Aaron the, Pico. Um, Aaron Pico, and it's like he ne- he didn't even get to college. Look, yeah. Bellator is in a different category because they have a limited amount of time and F- and and budget to push out guys, you know. So. They're just letting him went like do it on his own merit instead yeah. of like you know like we were having the discussion at the beginning where Kobe is doing this crazy you know and they're pushing him for that reason. This guy is a hard worker like you know is just winning fights. That's how he's pushing himself. So it's a, one of those things you can't get. God, you want it both ways, bro. You want it both ways. You want a guy just to win on his merits, and you also want a guy. No, I want to go with merits. I don't necessarily like to be pushed. I don't, I don't like that. I don't promote. like that Colby had to do that. I mean, granted, he did it on his own, but I don't like the fact that like you a think guy, the UFC should have been should have seen the star the that Colby was and pushed him. The ball in so many because, for example, the like I said, they have that guy that was on the under uh, that lost last weekend. The guy from. Uh, Ian Heinish. Yeah. They have a guy that got arrested for selling ecstasy and ended up in like a, a Spain prison. And yeah, became but they, don't, they, don't want, they don't want to but push now, that narrative. But, but now, and then he went to Rikers and then he got out. Now he's, he was, he didn't lose in this fight. It was very close. But that's a pretty damn crazy story. Yeah. That doesn't have to be fabricated. That's, that's really Fucking what happened. That's really, it wasn't like you made that up. That yeah. really, this is really what happened is this dude right here. I think there's a lot of things that they could be pushing on this. Um, if, if we get Suarez on, the Bellator, other Bellator card that's going on, because there's one on Saturday. Yeah, when too. Is, when that one's on the New Sa- Year's Saturday. Or? No, the next day. They do, they, it's like, I don't understand. What is Bellator doing? That's have, awesome. But they have <laughs> no, fights every they don't night. tell anybody. This girl, Alima McFarland, 10 and 0, Hawaiian, beautiful. Uh, yeah, she's fighting Kate Jackson, who's, uh, I think she made the ultimate fighter. Uh, she lost to Tatiana Suarez. This kid right here, 
A- Antonio McKee Jr. AJ. It's 15, I know him really well. Man. 15 and 0. You know, yeah. you know his dad, right? Yeah, I, I, I've been friends with him for. I, I used to beat up little AJ McKee when he was like eight. Really? Yeah, I was, he was such an annoying little bastard, and <laughs> he just—he was strong then. Like when I like would uh, wrestle him a little bit and just play with him. Yeah. And like now, oh my God, he's just well, he's 15 and 0. He just knocked out Georgie Caracanian in like 13 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's fighting Derek Campos. But Bellator should be putting much more into this kid because Antonio McGee Jr. is he, he's going to probably win what this. What do you mean? He's a, like, dude, he's like one of their biggest stars. If you, not, you would never biggest. know it. He could walk into any Starbucks in America <laughs> and not one person will know who he is. I'm pretty sure yeah. any Bellator fighter could walk into yeah, Starbucks in, a way. in America. <laughs> Bellator doesn't Nelson, get, they're, they're not, they're not, but good. yeah, but like he's a UFC fighter. They're yeah. not, there's no Bellator freaking posters I mean, on I like Sunset what Boulevard, doing, you know? But like, I agree with you that they could like do their promotions a little better because. I mean, is that the guy from the Never algorithms Back Down? that I'm hooked up into? Yeah, I never see any advertising for him. It's what? weird. Like you think that like my YouTube feed yeah. would sometimes push me down the rabbit hole of Bellator, but it doesn't. No, like I never get yeah, any ever. Yeah, it's like, I don't see it on Instagram. They I gotta never see like Bellator get fights. tighter with Google or something. By know? the way, the funniest. So Mayhem came and tried to help coach. And, uh, I tried to help. No, no, you, no, you had to help coach. And then uh, you went up against our Chestian kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, our little Khabib. He said, yeah, he said, uh, hey, uh, can we have hey, a rematch let's, today? Let's roll. Let's said, roll. Yeah. And then I was in the fight of my life. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I was just, like, going light trying to, like, give him a kid gives me a black eye and tries to tear my he head like off. He was, like, trying to submit you. I know. I was, I was really impressed. Was well, he, was he's he got some. He's got some. Some good little transitions was he, was he too. Close? Oh my God, he's so close. Really? Yeah. No, yeah. No, no, but like, yeah, but you know, in the way that he's still a boy. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I like. If was there let, was no strength, I was letting him work. Yeah. I was letting him work. I wanted to see what he had, <laughs> and man, he, you know, he's got the beginnings of a champion. Yeah, he, if he really wants to put the effort, but I mean, it sounds like this kid doesn't want to do nothing. No, no, no. He just wants to put it on like Instagram and stuff. Why? But, yeah. Well, see, I mean. You need to. Mm, I think maybe you need to foster that in him, like to. Uh, to I, that's why I like let him whoop my ass for a minute. Yeah. Because I was like, good, get your Instagram jollies. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Get your Instagram. Go ahead, kid. Go ahead, kid. I, I'm this old me now. beating up I, I, I got no ego on, on it. You know what I mean? Right. So I let the kid, you know, you don't do think some. Would be a moves. bad look if you. I would think you're getting your butt yeah. kicked by a 15 year old. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Well, why? I mean, what? what do <laughs> Come I, on. Look, I, bro. People call me a legend all the time. What do I have to prove? What do I have to prove? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what do I? What if I? It's a no-win situation. Like, if this I go guy, in there and beat the shit out of a 15 year old, then what? Then what? Then what, Adam? Then, but uh, if then a promotion what? is looking to sign you and they go, what's he up to? You're getting beat Good. up by a 15-year-old. If a promotion's Even looking better. to sign him. Even better. They think I'm fucking terrible. Mayhem is yeah. the guy that, that smiled through an ass-whooping yeah. from George St. Pierre and, and laughed. Yeah, yeah, come on. And like, you're... Come on. Yeah. He's not getting beat up by a <laughs> 14-year-old oh, Chechen. No, I was. He was. I saw it with my own eyes. I was there. On Instagram? No, no. I didn't see it on Instagram. I, I, I was see there. The Instagram I don't video. think he posted. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think he felt bad for you. Uh, you you have it? I think I filmed some of he it. He felt yeah. bad for me. Perfect. <laughs> I, I just wanted to see what he could do. So oh, I like okay. let him go to transition to different right. moves. We got we got to wrap up. I don't know what happened to Tatiana Suarez. Oh, well. What do you got coming up, Tyler? 
Uh, I got my 24-hour rollathon tonight. It's going on right now. My buddy Clinton Harris is doing a 24-hour rollathon to raise his, uh, his, money for cancer. Oh. He's rolling awesome. three minutes on, two minutes off every five minutes for, for, 24, for 24 hours. hours. I love this guy. So wow. it's like 288 rolls or I'm, something I'm doing like a 24-second marathon. I roll for 24 seconds. So I'll be at, uh, Me too. I'll be at 10th Planet West LA from 10 seconds. to 2. Yeah. Last night, by the time this podcast goes yeah. out, what now? I'll be, be done with it. Oh, I'll be done, yeah. And what do, you, what do you got coming up? Oh, man. You know, I'm just trying to survive. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing good. Yeah, I'm doing good. I, you know, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to have some talks. Next year looks to be kind of big for me, good. which is a nice refreshing change. I, I feel like, you know, and I appreciate you having me on, on the show all the time and us doing this because it's like a way for everyone to realize that, like, I'm not the madman that I was five years ago. And, you know, and so now opportunities are coming for me. And uh, it's really, man, I, I love MMA. I love the community. Everybody loves and, a comeback, man. Oh, yeah. And, I, and look, I, I love coming back. <laughs> uh, I will be in January. Uh, if you go to adamhunter.com, you can see all my dates. But I, I got it this Friday. I'm at the Laugh Factory in Long Beach at 945. And then the 28th, I'm at the Long Beach Laugh Factory as well. And the next oh, so year. Oh, you're in town. This, that, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Good, man. The baby needs her at Christmas. Very cool. And then next year, I'm going to be at the... Um, Starting January, I'm at Portland at Harvey's Comedy Club, Next year. Portland, Oregon, and then also in the Reno Laugh Factory in Reno. Um, so thank you guys so much. Take care. Have a great week. Yes.